Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <clears throat> Blog Talk Radio. Find us on 
Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast, or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch. <clears throat> Excuse me. You'll see us along with the, you know, the whole family of of, uh, of uh, torch pages. So go ahead and like all of those if you want. You don't have to like Sean Radke's worldwide uh, community page, though. That's that's always a plus. Matter of fact, if you have liked it, don't even, go go take your like back. He don't deserve it. <laughs> we'll try to respark this 2012 feud. <laughs> Remember that <laughs> ongoing thing that we won't forget for real. Um, but yeah, shout out to uh, a few people here, a, a bunch of people who who I'm shaking my fist at, like uh, where y'all been as far as uh, uh, liking the the fan page. But I I went to send one because I have I had a new friend. I was like, you know what? Let me send a new, you know an invite. And then I just started, as I was looking for her name, like, you know, this guy definitely should be on the page. Like, G people? It's like, why aren't you, you know, talk about OG. Matter of fact, G people um, took an East Coast cast sign to a, a TNA pay-per-view. Was it the big one? The uh, Whatever their, like, October show is, I think. He got a sign and got it on TV, which got on like uh, Chavo and somebody won their tag titles and it got on during their celebration, which got on the replay of during impact during the next week or, you know, for the TV show. Um, like why the hell isn't he a goddamn fan of the page? And, and uh, so, yeah, so Scott, Scott Pinsky, Eric Rodriguez, G peoples, Mandy Riley, Bethany Chambers, who I met in the airport on the way to, uh, uh, to Vegas. I see her, she's posting, um, I had just checked in, and she just checked into the thing, and I'm like, hey, I'm near the the door to the taco truck. <laughs> Come say hi. And we busted up for 30, 40 minutes or whatever, waiting for the waiting for our flight. Um, Matthew, uh, Mike from Brooklyn, like, where you been? <laughs> Rod, Scott, and then I think these are some other people from last week and two weeks ago. So thank all you folks for, for liking the page upon my request. <laughs> and then there's like a handful that didn't, because I think there's like a few more out there. Um, yeah. So anyway, Josh Mustachio, like, what the hell, Josh? Like, oh, no, Facebook, you know. Yeah, we'll deal with that. Um, so, okay, so all that out of, out of the way, all the, those are all the ways to, again, reach out, contact us. All those various ways there are are no excuses. Uh, so let's uh, let's go ahead and introduce the co-host of this here show, uh, Cameron Hawkins. Welcome to the East Coast Cast. Hey, what's going on? Man? Hey, not too much. Uh, how did everything work out for you and in, in, in your uh, sporting activities? I'm like, what do I have going on? Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I think about it. Yeah, that's all. That's all fine. Um, yeah, it was assumed we cool, had a jetpack you know? or something. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, everything's cool. Just uh, just somebody to, to to run the stuff out because you know it's just, it wasn't gonna happen. I should, I certainly wasn't going at that point. So yeah, everything cares, but it's all good. Word. 
but beyond that, everything uh, things are things are good. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So what? I mean, we've had a decent, you know, a, a decent amount of stuff happen, but is there one one big glaring like headline, one main story to dominate all? What's weird is like on a week where the wrestling TV was pretty good, there's really nothing notable that happens. It's just pretty good. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I can't really think of anything. Um, <laughs> you know, since we talked, like, the NXT show was just uh, really takeover pre-show stuff. I imagine that the live crowd got to see. You know, yeah. the WWE TV, um, you're basically running back a lot of the... Um, the matches from Super Show at the stomping ground. So um, it's kind of a holding pattern. Um, you know, like Kobe's 14 and 0 now. It's WrestleMania. Big E made his return. That's good. Like, there's just not, yeah, everything's just kind of there. And that ain't the worst thing in the world, but I don't feel yeah. like there's really a thing that speaks out. Like, like Jericho didn't win the IWGP title. Not that he was supposed to, but. That would have been like, oh, he's all of a sudden their champion. That would have been like a big thing. So, New Japan ain't having that shit. They're not having two guy jeans when when having their holding their two top titles at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, so I just kind of a, a pretty a pretty solid week of, of wrestling TV. Um, and that's you know about that. Yeah, exactly. Ricochet kind of continues to stand out on Raw. Well, they finally gave him something, even if they cut him off (laughs) midway. They gave him, they gave him some lines. They gave him some kind of connection with the crowd a little bit. Uh, Yeah, Um, you you know, you wish for more, but hey, that's a that's a start. Hopefully. Revival of one of the tag titles in a good three-way match with Ben Usos and uh, Hawkins and Ryder. Um, yeah. Um, to be absurd, but time, like, filling time with, I mean, I can't front, like, quality segment. Yeah. It was, it was pretty good. Um, but, I, again, you have to acknowledge it's a, it's a stupid premise and the whole thing's dumb. But it's like, all right, well, they're making this dumbass, idiotic thing work, at, at least in in the vacuum in this in this moment. As far as far as twenty four seven title, yes, yeah, and that's and I don't know if we. I feel like we said this last week. Um, you know, I, I feel I feel like I ate a little crow and eat a little more. Like mm-hmm. the twenty four seven title has absolutely been fun. Like I. I there's no way around that. It's absolutely been fun and entertaining and interesting to watch how they treated it on TV. Um, it, it, TV is sillier than social media, but it's because I see serious things on TV and very rarely see serious things on social media. Like they're, it's a different beast. Um, but, yeah, it's absolutely been fun. Oh, yeah. We got a we, – we get a con- – I think it's a story 
that Roman Reigns continues to be over uh, as a babyface. Um, yeah, I, I mean, think that's probably seventy percent out. Like Shane McMahon beating Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. it's probably the, the thing to talk about. Uh, but yeah, he's very much. I mean, they they definitely found the guy to cast him against that he will not get booed with. Like. If anybody's a guy, Shane McMahon's a guy. So, yeah. you know, that's fair. He, his promo after showdown, like the backstage, the WWE exclusive type thing that they that they did, or maybe they ran it on on Super Showdown. I don't know. I didn't watch it. But, they did. They um, had it on, it, I think it was from Super Showdown, but I saw it on Raw. Right. So that was, that was good. Like, just serious, but not like, Cartoonish series. I don't know. Just some of the, just Roman's just been. He's just been coming off better. I can't. I can't necessarily put my finger on it because I think standing, uh, you know, not so close. You know, if we're if we're right up on it, looking at it from two feet away. If you're 25, 50 feet away, you're like, what? It's the same guy doing the same stuff. But but something's different, and I don't mean just that coming back from cancer and people knowing he had he went through that again. There seems to be an energy to him. He seems he seems invigorated. Um you know, you you always wonder like if if Moxley not being there relates <clears> to <throat> some type of conversation directly or indirectly with Roman Reigns where maybe he's being asked to play his role a bit differently. You know, like, there's, there's this idea that wrestlers and wrestling promoters don't listen to wrestling shows and wrestling, wrestling media when we know that to not be true. Like, like we know these are things that they pay attention to. And, sure. you know, there's no way Vince either hasn't heard or gotten the cliff notes on those boxing interviews. Like, there's no way. You know, so even if right. he does that, conversation. Like you wonder if that leads to a bit different in not even the the things that happen in segments, but the way things are written, the way things people are presented. What's what's the percentage for the main roster of individual wrestlers that have gotten their hands one way or the other, whether they're VIP members or they all share the same password to, to the torch, but they all, and let's say the torch, because I think that was the, the, the more substantive, it's, it's different. They were different interviews. I don't want to, I don't want to say better or worse uh-huh. because they were both good and just have, you know, way to have more to talk about after all it, or double or nothing. It just was a different feel. Um, and he had the, the benefit of our of already hearing the stuff Jericho asked, and then going, okay, I gotta now come up with even more. You know, well, no, uh, I would questions. say, I would say, but how many? Yeah, yeah. Percentage wise, how many? How many of the individual wrestlers do you think have heard it or gotten a real quality rundown with not a ton of you know? Tea, well, no, you know I feel like I feel like they've all like, and you know, all being relative. I feel mm-hmm. like they've all heard the the Jericho interview, and I feel like they've spent more time discussing the Keller interview, just because 
like you said, the content is different. Um, the things that are being asked are different. But, you know, I mean, they're, they're also friends with Jericho. You know what I mean? Like, outside of Moxley, like, they already listen to Jericho. Because, of course, you have that freedom that a Jericho has. Like, so, I mean, I'd say definitely, and this is weird because I, I don't want it to come across as sexist, but I'd say definitely the majority of the male roster, I'd say definitely the four horsewomen, like, because I feel like they get down. <laughs> like, you think Nikki Cross listened to, to the interview? I guess I'm going to say, like, I don't know if it translates to. I'm not American, so the, the way that even this media comes across is different to me. Like, I, I don't know. Um, but you know what? Like, on the people that call and send emails and stuff, I think they do more than call and call and stuff like that. You, you really muffled. That concerns them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it will be the case. I never thought about it like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's I tough say, to go whether you think this person, do you think 85% watched it or saw it, heard it, or 52%? Do you yeah. think Alicia sure. Fox like everybody who hangs out, <laughs> Everybody who hangs out with somebody else has heard this. Like, those are the, those are the ride-alongs I want to see. That's the ride-along I want to see. The ride-along yeah. series I want to see. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the best show. A ride-along <laughs> listening to... The Observer and the Torch. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so. Because, um, I mean, like, we, like, the, the vanity that probably goes into something like that. Like, it's, we know that pretty much everybody in every sport listens to, they, they'll turn on ESPN to see what people are saying about them when something happens. It's, it's ridiculous to think wrestlers don't do the same, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you do something big like the way they make fun uh, on Twitter of how many star, how many stars their matches get, lets you know they pay attention. Like, and, 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 the, and the and the paywall isn't as much of a listen. Me and Rich on VIP talked about the comic book Self Made, and it's written by Matt Groom. And I reached out to him on Twitter and was like, you know, it's great, did it? And he he just casually goes, yeah, no, I heard you and Rich uh, talking about it on. Uh, on <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. wait a second. Was this man already no, just a like random VIP torch listener, or did he like how did th- how did that even happen? So uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. So and well, yeah, again, there's no way. Like, how do we? Yeah. I've said it on on this show. I've said it on South Congress. Like it's it's very telling how there are people who have who have reached out and will hit like on stuff and will tag you and stuff. And then they get signed by WWE and they don't do it anymore. Mm. Like it, it's just, and I'm, I don't fault them, but it just reinforces the point. Like they know what's going on, whether yeah. or not they can acknowledge it at some point or not. That's just what it is. All true things. Um, yeah, and because there's because of the lack of one big, you know, obvious. Really, been like a, you know, something something big to that was that was obvious. There's no like real falling through the cracks kind of stories. I mean, there always is, but 
everything seems like a, you know, when you cover eight, 12 things, what's there? But is there an off the beaten path thing from the last week that, uh, that comes to mind that you can think of offhand that I'm not able to? I, I mean, there's this this new interview from um, from Stephanie McMahon that we have a blurb from on the Torch IG on the East Coast Jazz IG, basically saying that you know her comparing their success and progress, and that um, apparently, according to her, their chant broke out during an Abu Dhabi show a few years back, saying we have hope, we have hope, or this um, is hope. Yeah, yeah, this is hope and. Little girls yeah. in the that's world. That's your typical WWE wrestling champ. Yeah. Yeah. Never, never heard that before. And um, and that leading to um, her believing that they're pretty close here to. Oh, Travis, that's the big story. I'm I'm sorry. Me, me hmm. for me being forgetful. The big story is absolutely the fact that WWE brought Natalia and I want to say Alexa Bliss. Yeah. On the plane to Saudi in hopes that they would be able to negotiate them wrestling a match. Mm-hmm. Anybody who watched the show or read the results knows that that did not happen. Yeah. It, like apparently I mean, WWE. I feel like that is something to like, talk about. Like that's, yeah. There was hope within WWE that the match, obviously, they, they took them over there. And they were, there were some ongoing negotiations, if you want to call them that. Um, you know, they'd be completely covered, obviously, this and that. And then eventually it was it was called off. And yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't I mean, know what else you can like put on that. Like that's right. <laughs> there's not a ton. It's like, okay, well, we're remember last time when they took Renee Young and we were like, What's what's she gonna be there for? And it's like, oh no, they let her announce and this is the second show, I think, maybe third, but uh, uh, this is, but Renee is a regular, and they let her do her thing at the announce table. But they won't. Um, they still like nope on the on the matches. So so Stephanie yeah, is is presenting WWE as as this driving cultural change, which I I I, I guess you could, you could make an argument for. I mean, I don't think it's like so out there. But I mean, come, come on. I mean, Cam, could you can you can you make a non not being paid by anyone? Can you make uh, an argument on you know for for WWE uh, doing what they do with with the Saudi? No. Could you make um, that same argument that Stephanie made with the? Not being paid by anybody with a straight face, not satire, or you know, <laughs> did you no. do it, Travis? Right. What are we doing? But you know what it is, and and God, I, I want you to understand, like, even though I do believe in, I believe that as analysts and journalists, that you do need to have as much information as you can in front of you to be able to talk about things that you consider your strong topics, that you consider your your material which in our case would be pro wrestling. How have we not talked about the Undertaker-Goldberg match that I didn't see, um, but Twitter being what it is, I saw what I needed to see from that. Um, I think that 
all joking aside, all all personal biases aside, um, I think that we can all agree as sensible, decent human beings that The Undertaker should no longer wrestle. A lot of us have felt that way for a good four or five years. Mm-hmm. But I think now, like, oh, from everything I've heard and the little bit that I've seen, that was like an absolute, like, it was an absolute meltdown. It was an absolute debacle. It was an absolute embarrassment. Yeah. Um, shit show. I understand. And, and, and shit. The thing is, shit to this is what goes to... This is what goes to what you just asked me about. Can you, with a straight face, say that this is done for noble reasons? And it's hard for me to when WWE put out a main event that they would not let main event one of their shows. They would not main event with that. One of, one of their normal non-propaganda shows. This is a one show of their shows. Don't distance this show. This, yeah. Don't distance this from them. <laughs> this is their show. This is WWE yeah. shot showdown. Oh, but a, a show where a, sh- a show where they would earn, they would never put this on in Des Moines, Iowa. They wouldn't put right. this on in Sacramento, California. They wouldn't put this on even in a Chicago or a New York or in or in L.A. They wouldn't even put this on in the in a brand new like like when they broke into rebroke into Australia like in the early two thousand. There's a reason Undertaker, Kane, and Triple H and Shawn Michaels were in a tag match. Absolutely, like right. It's and 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 Goldberg, um, you know, like they had that perfect, you know, shotguns in a closet match with him and Brock Lesnar that played to Goldberg's strengths and let Brock show, you know, what kind of athlete he is. Um, But a big part of that, like, is Brock, like. For whatever Brock is motivated or not motivated to do, he holds his own in matches with AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan and Finn Balor. Oh, for sure. That's where it shines. I mean, you know. Yeah. So he, he ability is not anybody's issue with Brock Lesnar. Output may be, but we hmm. know that physically he's capable of wrestling just about anybody. Goldberg is absolutely not. And putting those two in the ring together was a disservice to your paying audience, your viewing audience, and to people who have given you, like, time and effort. It's up to you as a promoter to say, no, we're we'll not let you do this. Out of what about Undertaker life. and Goldberg's necks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in the, I mean, Absolutely. Goldberg took 100%. a fucking, the, 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 the finishing tombstone was he like one of the real worst tombstones. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a. That made them retire the tombstone. Like one hundred. Yeah. Oh goodness! And Goldberg hit a, a what was supposed to be a jackhammer, I think, that turned into a, a, a turned into a, a brain a, buster, modified brain buster, because he busted with it. So, yeah. So for the pay, paying customer, all yeah, that's no great. But like, what about them? What about the talent? Like, and I know you, and I know, but and I can't, you can't. But so sorry for those fucking assholes that took that money, that blood money, and chose to uh, uh, whore themselves out for what they knew was going to be. I mean, if they thought that was going to be an average match, they were probably hoping for hoping against hope, and it just turned out to be like the worst. Like it's going to go down and be memorable because of where it was and 
in ge- ge- geographically and where it was on, the, on that card. That was the main. That was the main event, right? All bad, all around. That, that 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 was the main event, right, Cam? The last show on that yeah. show, the last match on that show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about this match in five years, derisively, as a punchline. It's it's it's, it's Undertaker and, no, pray, 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 and Goldberg's show. legacies yeah, I, are going to be affected by this. Might not be much, but it's yeah, certainly like, going, it's going to be there. I'm not trying to say it's going to when you combine it forever. The when you combine the age of the wrestlers. Um, when you combine the time off, um, when you factor in political implications, um, and where they actually exist um, on the main roster hierarchy, I don't know offhand a worse main event that they've had. And also, I, 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 I don't know what this name. Somebody's going to be able to name a worse main event. Um, oh, sure. And the funny part is, Undertaker's probably going to be on the other <laughs> half of it. Because, <laughs> and that, that's crazy. I know, but like that's probably uh, because somebody was saying this is this is a real tweet. Somebody said um, there's no way you think this Goldberg Taker match was worse than Taker Kane Triple H HBK. And I said, well, what's the common denominator? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and then you would get the tweets. Well, okay, so it's time that we figure out a good way for Undertaker to go out. No, he could just go out though. Like, the good way was when Brock beat him. The good way was when Roman Reigns beat him. Like, they, they, those things exist. He could just go away, and you won't, you won't worry about it. And, and what's the issue, Travis? What is Undertaker's biggest, uh, like, what can he go to Vince and say to make Vince, who is about his paper, bring him back? If you heard that reaction that I heard for him last Monday night in the arena, that's not oh, dying yeah. anytime soon. It's not going away. Like it's absolutely well, up to I mean, but 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 wait a second. You bring Michael Jordan out in goddamn Chicago and they'll fucking go crazy for him. I mean he should sure. uh, suit up. Sure, but Michael Jordan but the thing is Michael Jordan had retired twice and accomplished literally everything you can do and then came back for, you know, another team. And mm-hmm. realized that even though he could score points, he couldn't help a team win anymore. And then he had an owner stake in in a franchise. Like the Undertaker is not interested, as far as we know. In I'm just saying excitement. Promotion. Okay, maybe Michael Jordan could get a million different you know, examples. Getting like, if, if they gave Undertaker a percentage of WWE, I bet he'd sit down. But that ain't gonna happen because that's not how wrestlers get treated. Like, think think about. Think about what The Rock is. And I'm telling you, Vince McMahon would not sell The Rock 25% stake in WWE. On his deathbed, he wouldn't sell that to Rock. Hmm. So, you know, like, again, like, do I think the takers greedy and gross? 100%. But it's up to the guy in charge to say, I'm not going to let you die in my ring and have that on my head. Yeah, and fuck Undertaker in that SS shirt, too. I mean, somebody told me that was like an actual motorcycle company, I guess. Whatever. Okay. I know. I, I don't, I don't like, doubt that part, but you think there were a motorcycle I mean, no, I, company that wasn't aware of the imagery they were putting in their logo? 
It wasn't even like a I didn't need version to. of the SS logo. It was the fucking SS logo. Yeah. I didn't it just was it. Yeah. <laughs> like Undertaker in 1991 and 94, 97, whenever that fucking picture was taken, uh, should have been like, mm, I'm not wearing an SS logo on my chest. One day, Travis, and it's not today because I still don't have enough information, but we're going to have a real conversation about how quick Mark Henry is to defend certain people on career decisions they make. But I, I'm not capable of doing that right now because I still hold him in such a high regard. I'm not prepared to go okay. in and really dive deep in questioning certain things that he says, but boy, oh boy, it's uh, so it's pretty disheartening that, that him, knowing what he's been through, knowing the injuries he's had, knowing how many times he's had to work and come back and be the very best version of himself how he was treated every time. In the locker room, like, like literally. Yeah. And, That's, yeah, and for him to be like, we're Goldberg and Undertaker for a hard time, like, I, I, I don't think so. I think that we're just, you know, we're, we're the paying audience, like, and we're telling you that that this that this frightens us and makes us nervous and it's not even about it's not even like uh who's a good example. I mean Jericho, for for everything about Jericho, I was watching uh what is it? I watched Bash at the Beach ninety seven, where the main event was what was it, Luger and D D P maybe versus uh Hogan and Rodman. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Um and the, I think the opening match on that card is Ultimo Dragon and Chris Jericho in a banger. And Chris Jericho was probably 16 waist sizes smaller. <laughs> Damn. But, but granted, but the Jericho is finding ways to do different things to still be relevant and good in, in 2019. These guys aren't doing that. Like, they're big power wrestlers who rely on being big power wrestlers to get over. And two of those guys can't get in there with each other. Like, it just doesn't work, and they prove that it doesn't work. Undertaker's been proving it doesn't work. So, I don't think I'm crazy for being rational. Let's, uh, let's ask. 347-202-0103. This can't be in crazy or rational. Callers, it's on you. Alright, let's open things up, uh, Let's open things up uh, going out west and uh, talking to 28, 29-year Pro Wrestling Torch newsletter and VIP subscriber, uh, Brian Olson. Brian, welcome to the show. What up? Hey, Trav. Hey, Cam. Hopefully you both have a real good night. Thanks for having me on as always. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. It's on your mind. Uh, first of all, Cam, I'm going to keep this light. I don't expect you to, uh, to to hit it hard again, or hit it hard at all, actually. But uh, your uh, X-Men, I'm sorry, your uh, Dark Phoenix tweets were just incredible yesterday. Oh, just yeah, just um, wait till wait till Monday. Um, actually, I think because um, I because even though I don't tell people when I listen, I listen. I heard you and Jeff and Rich uh, having a conversation on Saturday, and I think Rich and I are going to be doing Jeff's show, Jeff show. So either on that show or my show on Monday, oh, you'll hear about X-Men Dark Phoenix out, out loud <laughs> at 11, because, boy, do I have things. I have more things to say, Brian. Oh, my goodness. But thank you. Uh, you're welcome. And, by the way, I, I have been listening very passive to the South Congress. I really enjoy it. 
So thank you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Um, so, so let's go back to wrestling. So um, one thing I'm going to talk about, Cam and Trav, is that the WWE writers. Now, um, how do you, as a quick uh, question, how do you feel about WWE employing writers, I guess? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that it's like 20 years past I, being outraged. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. In We've been watching this for how long? Uh I mean, you know, I'm 33, Trav's 39, so 30 years at the very least between the two of us. I was probably caught in it for, you know, 28 of them. But, like, the only writer who I know wrote things that I liked in a contemporary sense was Kaz, um, who just recently left WWE, who wrote a lot of the Usos and uh, New Day stuff. And so what do I think about writers? I don't really know what all is contributed, but I know who's written the things that I like. So, I mean, they're they're fine unless they get too cute. But, um, you know, the like, stuff that I like, I know who writes it. So I've kind of been good with that. But, like, glaringly, like, whoever writes for Alexa Bliss when she's not being mean to her opponent, she's writing poorly. Whoever's written for Bailey the last three years, up until like a week or two ago, has written poorly. Whoever's written Sasha Banks' stuff has written way too much and has written poorly. Like, <laughs> there, there are glaring things out there that I contribute to characters on, like, this isn't good. So, I mean, the people who write the good stuff are good. The people who write the bad stuff are bad. But they, but they seem to be necessary because, again, the person at the head of it all, um, you know, I kind of look at Vince as like, I don't know, like a, like a beaver dam, like, not a lot's getting through there. So the few good things to get through, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. Um, so I don't think so for purpose. If they didn't exist, it would be worse. But um, everything they do has not been great. Yeah, it yeah, makes and, me um, like, wonder what it would be like if if the writers could, you know, get a get their voice get their voice in more than let's say five, let's say five uh, percent of the general stuff that they want that Vince just goes, nope, we're going to do it this way. Uh, they, he might take their temp, their their outline, their their structure, but do the story part way different. Uh, he might like their, their, their you know, uh, but it's mainly him. Imagine if uh, you just, you know, three times that, that 15% of their stuff gets through. How much better, you know, uh, does, does everything uh, uh, extrapolate out to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the reason why I ask this question is because the one thing, and uh, and Cam, you say this uh, a mil, uh, not <laughs> a million. You say this several times where when it comes down between a boss and a worker, Cam, you're always inside with the worker. And mm-hmm. I would agree with that, but I've been on management so long, I tend to also end up in both sides. Middle management, middle mental. Yeah, you don't have an easy job. I, I did. <laughs> no, I don't hear that. <laughs> Coming in here with the with the shield the scab management talk, we don't play that over here. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. but you, but you not to slow down your point, but I would say like take the same dynamic. Like if 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 how I feel about Vince Russo is true, then he absolutely needed to be managed because if not, we yeah. have 
space aliens and wrestlers with three titties, and you know it's yeah. ridiculous. You no, know, we got we got so, example. We've got years of examples of what it's like for Vince Russo to unencumbered and not uh, you know with no one editing his his stuff. And yeah. Got so plenty of employees examples. not named employees not named Vince Russo is mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, and that's oh, the key, I, right? I was, like the management part, like the editor part. Like if Vince listened to his writers and took their good ideas and didn't just shit on every. You mean you mean they come and hey, here's the script, here's the third script in th- in two days for Raw, and he tears it up and writes his own thing. So none of that stuff was good. None of those two drafts were worth thinking about. Like no way, especially after we actually see what he came up with. Like, well, what were they talking about? You know, what would they have in mind? Go ahead, Brian. Yeah, and, uh, but like you're saying, it's like, you know, all, you know, like they, like we've always heard, you know, it's, it's, you know, they're writing for Vince. But the one thing I want to talk about, the reason why you asked the question about the writers is because um, what something that uh, John Moxley said and CM Punk said when they had their podcast interviews is that they both complained about, hey, well, these guys shouldn't have their job or people shouldn't have their job. And how can a person write for me if they've never been in a real fight? That, that to me, is not, that's a false analogy because that's like saying, okay, Stephen King can't write about murders because unless right. he's like the world's greatest serial killer, you know, he can, he can write murders. Sure. So I think the problem, well, that's in my opinion, the problem is. Yeah. And, and, and any athletic, you, you ain't out on the field, what you know about being You got it. Yeah. It would just be that um, they should be submitting ideas, and then from there it goes to, like, the, the producers who know wrestling and combine those two ideas to figure out what's the best way to execute a wrestling program. Now, for mm-hmm. instance, um, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, you know, a, a, a story that's been told forever, as long as we've had, like, uh, women, <laughs> you know, where one there's uh, the boss woman and the woman who want, and the other woman who wants to just be a member of the in-crowd. She wants to please that boss, and the boss knows it. This is a classic storytelling, and we all know what's going to happen in the end, but just to watch the journey is what we all like about it. That's all we need a writer is to put that idea out there, go through events, and then let the wrestlers from there kind of handle the wrestling part. And I think that's really the biggest problem with writers right now. They should be more presenting ideas, and then it goes to the wrestling filter to make it for wrestling. Sure, even if you have to create an entire new you know, like if, if an agent, if you're Arn Anderson or Dean Malenko or Jamie Noble, and you're like, I don't want to have to. Like, my thing is putting matches together, coming up with finishes, and, you know, I don't want to have to now sit down with some writer and come up with stuff. So that might not be, you might literally need to create a new a new job title uh, and you know, to, to fill that kind of, uh, you know, to do what you're talking about. I don't think that's a bad idea. Mhm. All right. Um, the only the other thing I want to talk about, and uh, I'll let you two gentlemen handle this question. And um, Travis, I'll send an email to the exclusive VIP portion of the East Coast cast. But um, I think you talked about it a little bit earlier, and I dialed on a little bit late. But with Shane McMahon, now notice that Shane's been the only McMahon that's been on TV for a while. Vince hasn't been on for a while. Stephanie jumped on for like a hot minute just to say, hey, Brock, you need to cash you need to uh, cash in the money in the bank. And, of course, he uh, didn't do it. But Shane has been our only McMahon that's been on TV for a while. 
and I like how Shane has been doing the heel version. Now, I am really against having a heel authority person. I'm really against that. But what I like about what Shane's been doing is that he's been going just far enough without crossing the line. Well, he's crossed the line, but not crossing the line where somebody can say, hey, wait a minute, you spent too much of your power. Like, he can come up with, okay, I can make Sami Zayn the guest referee on the outside will have an inside ref to do everything else. Okay, I will have a match with uh, The Miz, but how are we going to fight Elias first, then fight um, Drew McIntyre first? Then I'll just jump in myself. So you can kind of, he can almost justify it because they're like a board of directors. Yeah. But so that's the part. And unfortunately, the part with WWE and the part that most people complain about is that if they just explain the part, well, well Shane must have ran that through the board of directors or the board of directors are really watching Shane, so he really needs to watch what he says and does. So if you want to talk a little bit about, again, I'm against authority heel figures, and the less of them, the less of me mad to me is better, but Shane's been doing a really good job with his heel version. So if you want to talk a little bit about that, gentlemen, I'll hang on and listen. Cam, try to have a real good night. Rich, have a good night as well. Hey, shout out to Craig, and thanks a lot, guys, for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. But the first thing I noticed with Brian's uh, thing is he's booking his own, you know, he's forced to like book and fill in his own uh, narrative. I mean, basically, if they could just, if they went flat out, said, you can't just go out and be, yeah, he might be the boss, but there are limitations on his power. He will be financially uh, 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 punished if he goes too far, if he's too blatant in his actions. So he has to do things like, like you said, he can put, maybe he can't make Sammy Zane a special ref, but he can put him outside. He can interfere and do, you know, behind the ref back and he do that kind of stuff. The board's not going to get involved in mash t- turnouts, uh, finishes and stuff. And uh, so he can heal it up in that way. So, but he's forced, like I said, to fill in his own narrative. It'd be nice if they just said, in some way, you know, Shane so can't go limited authority. No, I mean, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, because I just don't think even, even if you're, even if you're the big, even if you're the big bad, you don't want to be seen as you can do. There are no consequences. You can do anything. You have unfettered power because then it's like, oh well, why should I watch this? You're going to win. Uh-huh. He hasn't been. My, my biggest compliment to Shane McMahon. He hasn't been egregious. Yeah. But he's been winning. <laughs> he ain't lost yet. <laughs> I saw a meme with him, a, a, a picture with him, a shot picture with him with the title on his shoulder. And they're like, you know what's going to happen. And they talk about, well, and then Roman can win it from him. Like he beat, Shane beats Kofi for the WWE champion, and Roman's the guy to take it from him. I was like, son of a bitch, that's going to happen. <laughs> I hate that that kind of works. I hate it. <laughs> is, that, is that WrestleMania next year? Shane defending against Roman Reigns? That's a reason to sell your tickets. Like, nah, bruh. I think that would be the biggest. Um, if that main event favor would never, it would be the longest walkout before the end of the show ever for WWE. I genuinely feel like that. I mean, you say that, but, you know, I don't have everybody's going to walk out. 
I'm just saying yeah. more people are going to walk out than they ever walk out. All right, let's uh, let's talk to this Willis making his uh, making his return. Two hundred two, Willis, is that you? What up? Hello. Yo, what up? Nothing much. Just sitting here, shaking my shaking my head about how bad Raw and SmackDown been. I can't even finish the shows <laughs> most nights because it's, it's it's so bad off. It, 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 it talked about how like this week was actually terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I watched this week, but it's just the same damn people wrestling every week in the same matches. That's very even true. with you're the not, next. Especially with the damn pay-per-view that's coming up in two weeks. All of them are rematches. I don't even know why they're even doing um, Roman versus damn Drew McIntyre. At WrestleMania, nobody gave a shit at that joint. We was up there doing the wave and shit during the damn match. This is like the fourth time they haven't had match since WrestleMania. They've had that match at least twice on TV. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like the, the money was in Drew winning that clean, and that didn't happen. And so it's kind of like, well, where are we going? Right. So uh, Shane coming out there acting the ass. It was cute for a minute, but now it's getting annoying. <laughs> and the damn, I don't know, events hates the women's tag team titles or something, because once they put it on the Iconics, they ain't, they ain't really been doing shit with it. They've been wrestling bums on the TV. Right? nothing with the Right? I think they... I, <laughs> to well, me, yeah. I feel like that damn... That damn Vince is doing this shit on purpose because he never wanted the title in the first place. And then when Bailey and Sasha begged for that joint, I don't know what... Sasha said to somebody in the back to piss somebody off or to make them to lose the title to the Iconics. Even though we all popped when they won at WrestleMania, but that was just because it was at WrestleMania. Um, uh, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't dislike I the Iconics, but I mean, I actually like them, and I like that. Gloves. If the team has to be, if it has to be on, a, if it's going to be on a team that's not getting any matches, that's not defending it. But gets to come out and talk that cash shit. It's like, all right, well, I kind of certainly fit that, fit that mold, fit that gimmick, and are doing a good job with it. It's not like we haven't seen, like we haven't seen a lot of people uh, in the last whatever that was. That one me myself was like fifty people, fifty wrestlers that haven't been on TV in in, in whatever time frame. It's just like, holy shit, that's right. Where's that guy? Been? Where's that woman been? Where's and like the iconics are on TV every. You know, at least twice a month on main roster TV, talking shit with those titles, and like you said, beating Jobbers. It's not the worst, uh, but right. Yeah. It feels like I'm watching Raw and SmackDown. Well, SmackDown been good lately, but man, this week was boring. I don't know what happened once they put Shane on there. I think the problem is because they're doing the same storyline on both shows, back-to-back yeah, back to each other, absolutely. so it makes yeah. it boring. And I don't know what the fuck they done did to Becky Lynch. It seems like she's over, but she's not as over as 
before she won the title. I well, think because they had her. Since you talk, go ahead, go ahead. She, they had the same problem with what they doing with Shane and them. They had her doing the same exact storyline on two different shows with just two different people. Okay, that also the same. It also doesn't, yeah. It also doesn't uh, help that she, or you know, going into WrestleMania, she had Ronda and Charlotte to feud with, mm-hmm. and now she's feuding with. Uh, you know, Lacey and, Charlotte. you know, that's really it. Charlotte. I mean, Charlotte, she, you know, when Charlotte does her wild card and comes to Raw, or if she goes to SmackDown. Right. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's feuding with Lacey Evans, and they're trying to get Lacey Evans over, and it's one of those situations where she's not bringing Lacey Evans up. Lacey Evans is, I'm not saying she's bringing Becky down, it's just an evenness to it. Like, no one believes I don't believe Lacey Evans is going to play. Especially after that match with Charlotte. That match was drizzling shit. So I think that was a setback. Won't be a setback for Charlotte, but um, and it should be. I mean, the match was terrible. Someone needed to figure something out. Um, but I just think the excitement is it's just different psychologically. Uh, she's the champion. She's less of, less of a champion now. She doesn't have both those titles. And things have kind of settled. You can only Especially in this environment, you can only, I mean, think of how, when when would you say she started getting, it was obvious she was hot when she got punched in the face and her, you know, blood's all over. That was, you know, November. And you're talking to June, yeah. like, uh, you know, she's not as over as she was. It's like, yo, fam, she had like a six-month run of being the hottest, most talked about thing, but all, pretty much all by herself. So she started it all by herself in the company store. Right. So I feel you know, like back, back. I don't think that's she should uh-huh. be. Uh, that's anything that she should be uh, uh, ashamed of or think less of. You know, she's not a less of superstar because she's not as hot as she was at the hottest. She, you know, that's you can't compare people to the most over. That's unfair. I think she was to me. She was hottest when she had beat the shit out of Charlotte at. SummerSlam the year before. <laughs> right, that's when it was that, like that, she was bubbling up, and then they turned her heel. They tried to su- suppress the whole thing. I mean, it wasn't like let's not forget why she beat up Charlotte because they were trying to take her heel away, and yeah. they didn't. Turned her heel, and then the, and then uh, she led that invasion. I was going to have that have the match and broken orbital bone and all that. Bloody nose later, she's the hottest act in. Uh, in the world. And again, right. you can't underestimate or you can't go, oh, that's the normal. That's the norm now. Like, no, that's no, <laughs> no that's uh, that's great, but that's just, you know, the kid can't sustain that. Don't go with the boss and get sustained. Nobody gets sustained. Right. Especially when the company yeah, really didn't want you to be over in the first place. Like, let's admit that she's not the one that they want to be getting all the attention. Shampoo commercials and all that kind of shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, and you, you see how lit um, John Moxley been since he left WWE, the All In joint, and then going over 
New Japan, his first match, winning the title, and all kind of stuff. Which, which I'm happy for him because he was my fa- always was my favorite one out of stack, and I always felt like he was always being held back to me because he uh, to me I always felt like Vince didn't want him to overshine Seth and Roman. That's how I always felt. But even when he was the champ, they didn't really do shit with his ass at all. They kept on having him do corny shit as a champ. Right. right. I mean, if you heard the interview, I mean, he expresses all, all, all of those things. Like, yeah, no, they wanted me to be a fucking idiot, and they wanted to destroy any credibility and heat that I had as soon as I got it, or, or eventually. But, yeah, no. Right. Uh, and, and, and another person I think that's going to end up happening like that if something don't change is Kofi Kingston. Because I figured mean? that once he once I feel like after a while the fans are gonna get sick of him throwing pancakes. Then when they get sick of him, you 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 uh, adjust. But in the meantime, like Cam said earlier, who just dropped off, I'm not sure if it was his time to go or he'll call back, but he might be going um, uh, going for the going for the night. But he's like 14 and 0 since WrestleMania. That boy ain't losing. Right. He's cutting good promos and. I, I said I said earlier some of the headlines could be Roman Reigns still like hey look at that Roman Reigns is still over I think you could say that about Kofi Kingston not only that he's still over that's not the surprising part like it is with Roman Reigns it's that they're tr- that WWE is treating him like a superstar not having not he's not the B the B champion he's not CM Punk uh, I mean when it comes to a big joint pay per view. He probably won't be the main. He'll probably be Seth or, or or Brock or whatever. But he's not. You don't get that feeling that he's Edge in 2010, uh, opening the opening the shark, uh, show with Del Rio for that fucking world title or Kane, right. or whatever. So it's, it's so so I don't. So with Kofi, I'm like, man, he he getting pushed. I cannot complain about Kofi Kingston's push going into. I responded to his organic. Build and then mm-hmm. since he's won the title, so yeah, I'm uh, Oh, but uh, a lot of people have been feeling like that he he not taking being a champ serious. That's what a lot of people been complaining about. They want him to just throw the pancakes and stuff. So that's the rumbling I've been hearing of late on, on a lot of fan sites and a lot of Facebook pages and stuff. They say they glad he's the champion, but they. Want him to take it a little bit more seriously, but you know how fans are—they fickle, so there ain't nothing new. So, yeah, yep. So other than that, Doc Phoenix was some trash. I went to see that joint um, Sunday, you, and I tried to find it. I went. Yeah, I went to see it. Everybody knows it's gonna be bad, and they still go and see. It. I don't understand y'all. Because, you, know, you know, sometimes people say a movie is bad, then when you actually see it, it's yeah, halfway you got, like, decent. like, 15 years of history to go, oh, yeah, no. Right. Like, every, yeah, every, like, I, saw, I saw the first two X-Men, and then I haven't heard anything good about X-Men since, since 02. <laughs> well, 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 actually. Or Logan. I heard that was fucking awesome. Uh, I, I, I actually, um... 
the the part three the part three last is actually better than this movie, but they ain't saying much. <laughs> and it, it's the same writer that wrote this one, wrote that one, but he directing two. But they they already knew they was gonna be in trouble because they did so many research shoots, and then they said the original ending was too much like the ending of the Captain Marvel, so that's why they had to change it. And it feel like it's two script was two scripts because it was supposed to originally be two movies, a part one and a part two. So that's why the movie feel the way it does because you can see in the middle of the movie where it cuts in between and two different stories. Yeah. Oh. I'll take yeah, your but, uh, take your word for it. Yep. Yeah. But other than that, I had a fun time at WrestleMania. That joint was fun. Going. Um, I was at the Hall of Fame when the guy jumped Bret Hart. That shit, that shit was that shit was crazy. Yeah. So that was just like a last last minute ticket. We got that joint off of StubHub for about twenty dollars, and we was in the one hundred section, and we was sitting up in that joint. He's like, "What the hell is going on?" And shit. Went to the damn night after WrestleMania. That shit was funny because when they fucked up the match. And brought Sheamus and Cesaro at the end with Kofi and um, Seth Rollins because everybody was thinking one of them was going to be oh, yeah. We They started chanting CM Punk. Then the next thing they started chanting when Kofi do, you know how he do the New Day Rocks? He was chanting A-E-W, A-E-W. That shit was funny. The beach, ball, the beach balls came back and everything. Yeah, the only highlight of the show was when Undertaker came out and beat up the last. We was like, oh, Undertaker looked like he back in shape. Little did we know that <laughs> sorry well, ass shit that was on Friday. No. Oh, my God. I watched that whole pay-per-view, and that joint was trash, too. <laughs> but other than that, that's about it. All right, man. Good talking to you. Alright. Well, it's from DC, everybody. Let's uh, head up to Newark and talk to Kylan. Kylan, what's on your mind, man? What up? I, I'm well, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Uh, I think Cam was, Cam was doing alright. He's gone now, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm straight. Uh, oh, so he, he has officially dropped off for the week. That's too bad. <laughs> What you got for us this week? Well, you got for me? well, this this has been an interesting week. Um, f- firstly, I would I would like to ask your opinion on the announcement that came out yesterday regarding AEW making the decision to air Spider Fest. Free on Bleacher Report Live. Um, I mean, I guess it's, you know, that's cool. I mean, I don't have much of a, not much of, you know, I, okay, good for, 
The Fabrice Report. Go get them some subscriptions or, you know, memberships. Add downloads or whatever the hell. So. That's cool. I mean, they need the exposure. So having a free show that's going to get get you some buzz with Moxley on top. I mean, I don't know about Janet going up against Joey Jamala, but but whatever. It's not something I'm looking all that forward to. But we'll see. Um. Awesome. Uh, a little earlier, it was announced that the former Ty Dillinger is an official roster member there, so take that for what it's worth. It's not worth much. I figured you would say that. Um, on the subject of Firefly Funhouse, which you and I, I think, both personally detest, uh, where do you think this is going? Because I absolutely have no thinking idea. Yeah, no, I have no idea. Not in like a good, oh, who knows, this can go anywhere kind of way. Just in a, in a, you can't get to a fight. You can't get to a feud this way. So however they get to one, it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he's either going to have a guest on the show and it's going to start something. Or I mean I don't know I don't I don't know I don't care if the whole thing is fucking stupid. It might be like the twenty four seven title. It might be like fun or creative in a vacuum. Like I said the way a couple weeks ago, like if this was an ongoing sketch a sketch throughout an edge a season of Edge and Christian, it would be getting the, the praise and we would say it should win. You know, uh, fucking Webbies and, and YouTube awards and that type of stuff, but it's on a national wrestling promotion, and it's dumb as fuck, and it's just nonsense. And and what what makes it worse is I don't know if you heard this, but Brett. Bray came up with it himself. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know if that makes it worse. I, I, I say that, that because... I say that because... You, you know, no, normally... Uh, mo- most of us think... This would force... Oh, yeah, Brit and Bryant over at Katie Vick Alive, Alive uh, podcast swears it's, uh, who's the guy that just came back, Bruce Pritchard? He says that it, the Brit always does. This has got Bruce Pritchard's fingerprints all over it. Uh, so, nope. Yeah. 
Bray Wyatt says he came up with all of it himself. I guess I think less of, uh, again, I don't want to say I think less of his creativity, because it's fine, Chris. I get it. It's like a fun little parody of, uh, you know, mean, you know, evil Mr. Rogers. Like, I, I get, the, get it, but it should be totally out of, out of context, just not in the right environment. If, if Bray Wyatt was a big enough star... Uh, crossover star that he hosted SNL and they did this as a skit on SNL. Let's do an, you know, Mr. Rogers movie just came out and Bray Wyatt's hosting SNL and they were like, let's do evil Mr. Rogers. And it's kind of like a, you know, Bray's done this kind of weird, wacky stuff. Again, in that context, you'd be like, wow, that was really cool. But on a show every week, Twice a week because you see it the same thing on SmackDown the next night. It's just whatever. But hey, Bray came up with it himself. So and, anything else? And, yeah. And and final subject. Fox's apparent new logo for SmackDown was released earlier today. Oh, snap, for real? Yup. Let's see. So, oh, yeah. Ringside News, 10 hours ago. It's, um, it's pretty basic. They dropped it live. But it's, uh, the SmackDown that kind of known and been familiar with. A little different font. Just over top a gigantic fox fucking <laughs> low FOX. <laughs> so they want to make it clear. And I get that. But they want to make it very clear that Fox is on or, or SmackDown's on Fox. So, oh wait, here's another one. Oh no 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 no. Here's a Okay, so because uh, I'm now I'm looking at like a TV version, and it's got uh, it's got Charlotte, Kofi, Roman, and Bailey, and it says it's got the WWE logo, and then SmackDown in um, how would I describe this font? Like a built for it tough. You know how they do at the end of the commercial? They do like snap. it's kind of like that, like SmackDown, and then it says this fall Fox. But the what I think is the official kind of one, it just looks like the normal, just a play on the, the SmackDown logo we, we're familiar with over top of gigantic Fox logo. So, either way, yeah, that's fine. Nothing outrageous or really noteworthy about it too much, I don't think. We had just another sign that this is happening, that, you know, we're just months away, weeks away, if you look at it that way, from... From the debut, considering this change and the fact that we've heard Fox is looking for a more sports-like product, my thinking is a lighter version of 
Ring of Honor, AEW, New Japan. What other changes would you like to see Fox make come October 4th? I don't know if I have anything specifically that, that, that Fox could, could, because if you're Fox, can you say, can we get Vince Nunn charged? <laughs> and I think this would be a perfect time, you know, for, since, especially because Vince is going to have his eyes taken away because of XFL, this is a perfect time to go Triple H, SmackDown is yours. They want a more sports look like feel, blah, 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 all that stuff, then go do that. And I'll still like, like I'll, I'll now treat SmackDown um, like I like I treat NXT. Like, I still will come in and have all, while I'm doing XFL like with Raw, and it'll just be and it'll be easier on the bench, you would think. Like, hey, if you only got to ruin one show while you're doing the XFL, that's a lot... Uh, so hopefully, again, I, I mean, hopefully, but yeah, no, hopefully, hopefully, and it would be smart. It would be, I think, timely if, if Vince were to go, yeah, no, publicly, SmackDown is Triple H's headed into uh, headed into October, and we're going to spend the next twelve weeks transitioning and setting up how that's going to how we're going to do that, so the handoff is smooth and blah blah blah. And I'm going to be, and I won't venture publicly go, I'm going to be as hands off the SmackDown as I have been the next year. First off, that's how you get, <laughs> that's how you get a goddamn uh, 3.0 on that open, on that first, what's different, it's cable, it's, it's not cable anymore. So 3.0, it just means different things. But that's how you get goddamn a uh, whole bunch of people to show back up. Vince made that announcement next week, and we spent the next two months building up. And I say we, because they would do it on WWE TV, but if we and the media and podcasts and the wrestling community at writ large spent the next 12 weeks like, oh my God, it's going to be like NXT, and we're going to get exciting because SmackDown won't be like Raw, like officially, like official official. Like he's going to have his own people in place, and it's, you know, all that is triple. Yeah. Like Kevin Dunn doesn't do SmackDown anymore. Like I'm saying, I'm, it's an ultimate like fucking internet fan. I don't even call myself an internet fan because I'm certainly don't give a fuck about internet favorites and <laughs> all that shit. But it's certainly like a wrestling fan's uh, uh, dream. But um, yeah, I don't think there's any other thing that Fox could, you know, could do. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I just don't think that's, it's their territory to kind of get in there and beyond what they've done. Again, if I was a Fox executive, I'd be bold. I'd be like, look, like the the contracts are signed. We're making logos. This shit's happening, right? WWE's the one that is on, that should feel like they're on the ropes because their fucking ratings are trash. And the creative is, you know, average at best. So if you're in, you're a Fox exec in charge of this WWE deal, or in charge, you're you know, you're the liaison or whatever in charge. I I make 
I'd make big, uh, even if I didn't, wasn't sure, sure uh, that it could happen. I'd make big demands, like, hey, can we get, uh, can we get Triple H's in the next, I mean, they would have to know enough to, that that would be important and fan-friendly everything. I don't know how down and deep into the, 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 the wrestling woods, you know, this particular exact or set of execs and top management at Fox uh, are. They could just be looking at, you know, you know, they ain't listening to Keller and Meltzer and wrestler interviews and getting the feel for what the fans are, you know, dying for and demanding. Whoa! I did not see that last week. Whew. Bianca, uh, me a yim match from last week's NXT. Uh, but yeah, so we're close. We're closer than uh, closer than it feels. That you know, beginning of June, middle of June now. SmackDown will be on Fox and AEW Wednesday night. You know, whatever will be will be on. Yeah. All right. Let's talk to somebody. Let's go to Brooklyn and talk to Mike. Mike, what's going on? Oh, man? Yeah, what's up, man? What's going on? Doing all right? It's all you mind. Yeah, man. I'm pretty good. Just sitting back listening to the show as usual. Another good show. Great show. Um, yeah, just doing, like, just to follow up on, you know, what you're saying, like, with, the, with these ratings in the toilet bowl and, um, you know, Fox coming up soon. It's like, how do you change the game? But I feel as though. Like the encounter which I was talking about earlier, as far as the um, you know that main main event, I believe that kind of might be the main event for the first SmackDown. Shane McMahon versus Roman with the title. Uh, with the title, so Shane is the champion. Same situation, just not at WrestleMania. I hope not. I mean, I hope they give it to Drew or something because. They gotta, so they gotta pull the trigger on that guy too. Something. They gotta pull the trigger on him too. Like he just can't be in the background and just be, you know. Tess. Remember Shane had Tess in the background <laughs> as the first. Yeah, but come on, really. I mean, of course, who is a million times, you know, what I mean, better than him. But still, they gotta do something while um. You know, before it, it, it slowly changed. Yeah, no, no, no. Your point still, still, still stands that uh, they can't just sit on them and yeah, no, I got you. Yeah. I think it's time. Like he's one of them dudes. Like you got to give it to him while it's time because once you give it to him and it's past his time, it's not going to have that effect. Once they give it to him a minute too soon, I think he's ready. Like to be in that spot to me, but I don't know. I just foresee 
this um this shit being dragged out and somehow this guy getting sighted off of Kofi. I think they should just run with Kofi as long as the crowd. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> as, long, as long as they could get it, you know, get juice out of him. As long as they could get juice out of him. But um, before I forget, real quick, did you hear about? I don't know. Like a lot of people was talking about a um a house show match that happened over the weekend. But um, I think it was Rowan and Brian and um. Apollo Crews and Chad Gable. Okay. Yeah, I heard they 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 lit they they had the, the, the fucking arena on fire. I heard they. Oh, oh okay. I'm waiting for like the the, the, the bad thing. <laughs> I'm like oh shit, oh, y'all never hear. <laughs> like what the fuck happened in this house show? Because I'm like I saw them Tuesday. They're still champions, so it wasn't a title change. Nah, I heard they. But okay. nah, I heard they tore the, tore the place apart, but. I mean, you would never know Gable and gonna have it now. Gable and Apollo Crews. And Crews, okay. They keep trying with Crews. I just don't think... Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. For real, for real, Yeah, let them leave and just come back as Uha Nation and don't say nothing. Yeah. And just pretend like they're I mean, two whole different people. I mean, it's so fucked up one because... <laughs> I don't know if you remember. You go back to Dragon Gate. Like this dude was like at um Pox level at one point when he was Uha Nation and shit. Like and they just wasting this dude. I mean, I know he ain't the most you know charismatic, but you know, put him out there, stick him out there, and see you know. That's what it is. Somebody touched on it earlier in the show that I was listening to. It's like. They need a wider array. Everybody gets the same TV time every week. The elevator segment, it was the stupidest shit ever. Because everybody I was in there was stupid because for the simple fact, wouldn't it be the most opportune time? I mean, I know there's no ref and all that, and you stuck in the elevator, but wouldn't you want to attack troops in the elevator? Instead of them, like, this shit is just getting just so WCW 2000. It's not even funny. Right, like if they just wore his ass out <laughs> while he was, just, you know, no matter how long they were stuck in there, right. once their doors open, then they can just fight over his corpse essentially. <laughs> and then, and then the fucking elevator opens. Too dark. These idiots fumbling around like a bunch of fucking just, just, just Yo, bozos. Luckily, nobody can roll them up. I have to assume these are. This is all pre-taped because the, I just think about the elevator doors, everything working and going according to how they wanted it to. Right. The elevator door could be like, nope, I want to, I want to reopen. Ain't nobody hit a button, a sensor, you know, nobody like put their arm or leg in the way of the sensor. It just felt like reopening because, you know, fuck elevator, you know. Smirch elevators. Yeah, it's just like, all right. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, man, yeah. if this was all done in one shot live, kudos to them. Yeah, but I mean, in the fucked up way, if you look at it though, Trav, like it's a goddamn shame that that is the most over fucking title in the company right now. I don't, I wouldn't go that far. 
It is crap. You're crap. I mean, it's over because it's, it's fucking about, funny. I mean, no, I'm not. Funny. Listen. Oh. Now listen you to can't listen put to what I'm on a billboard and say he's coming to your town with the 24 seven title. No, and people are going to buy no, it. Not in that. This is not the most title. I not in that scope, crab, but listen no, no, to no, what I'm, I'm saying. Thinking, I know what you mean, though. I'm, I'm, taking, I'm yeah. picking it apart. But it's a fun thing that, you know, I got it even in Cam. He's like, I'll eat more crow. He's like, you know, it's a fun title. And even though it's, and, and I, 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 like I said earlier as well, but you have to also acknowledge it's dumb as fuck. Right? Like, you just got to yeah. like acknowledge it, and that's yeah. okay. To say it's fun. And that's and why like, it's over for stupid purposes, Trav. That's why the shit yeah. is over. And what I'm saying is don't last forever, Mike. You know, yeah. one little gimmick might get a, It might be a running thing for, for eight weeks, but unless they they can't put it on anybody else to, and do. Right. Like, could you imagine? Like, just pick another baby face guy who people like. They heard no reason to dislike. Cedric Alexander is now the 24-7 champion. And he's way more athletic. You can see him, like, you know, uh, 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 doing stuff in, like, in a parkour-type fashion to get away. But, no, nobody would fucking care because it's, it's, tru- it's truth. And he's good, and he's funny and charismatic. Yeah. He's got the timing. That's the only reason this works. And if that but was I'm- the point, if they were like, how what can we do to get truth on TV more? And, you know, we took the – I feel bad for giving them the giving them the uh, United States title during Black History Month and goddamn March first. <laughs> Give me that title back, motherfucker. Uh, right. So what can we do? And but yeah, no, nah, I was saying this comedy title for him. I don't think that they had him yeah. in mind. I think it just worked out. But I could be wrong. They might yeah, have, just panned out that. Might have been a vehicle for no, I'm saying the term. I'm saying the terms of. The attention is getting right now, and especially in segments and shit like that. But um, you know, to um, ask how would you see would you foresee you know with the moving um Gable over the two hundred five? I don't know, but one of the one of the immediate responses I heard was it's about time or what took so long. What did they build them at? Did they have to do a weight loss gimmick for them? Because I could see them being like two, two twelve, and you have to drop them. Or is that even a do they even care anymore? <laughs> we got through that point in the two hundred five live where motherfuckers two fifteen are showing up. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know with that. Yeah, yeah if they're not even drawing attention. I mean, I haven't, I haven't. Because I was assuming I haven't actually... he's bigger than two hundred. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'll check it out now because he's on there. I, like, I haven't watched that show in about maybe three or four months. Specifically, like, my two if, favorites, if like, on, in ring. Huh? If you should come on with, the, with this block before NXT. Right. It, it used to be NXT UK. Oh, no, 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 no. When they would show the replay, I think that. I don't know, but I used to. That was the only time I got to watch 205 was the replay during this show. But, but no, they don't do it. No, you're right. You, no, you're absolutely correct, right? For a while in the summer, they were airing it with um, NXT because they were doing the. Um, I think they were doing some tournament, and then the tournament moved that 
you know, the world. Well, another time I saw Tony Nisha's old eyes and and his feud with the with with his face, and and it seemed to stop after like WrestleMania after Tony Nisha won the title. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, they can. Re- I don't understand why they're champion. And, I, and my schedule, my, my watching viewing habits have stayed the same. I turn WWE Network on during pay-per-views and takeovers, and sometimes what an hour after I watch the, like I watch that Triple H thing because I, I got caught up in it. It was, you know, it was cool. But then I turn it on on Wednesdays before the show at five thirty, and and right. two hundred five used to be a half hour into two hundred five live at that. Point and then at six the UK will come on and then at seven or whatever the fucking schedule was I don't, I don't know but I would see two hundred five live now I don't that's my point shit, ain't shit changed with me mm-hmm. so and I'm not going out my way to fucking watch two hundred five live I'm sorry yeah. I finally got the urge to watch women in wrestling and I couldn't find that on wasn't that a, isn't that on access yeah it's it on, on access yeah and I went in there on demand it's actually it right there. Too. It was actually an announcement about it. Uh oh. Yeah. What did they say? No, it's actually a it's actually an announcement about um women in wrestling. Um that in New Japan is moving to Saturday on acting. Oh, okay, okay. So that doesn't affect yeah, you, or at least I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't know. think it would affect my what's on there. On the Sling T V access feeds uh on demand channel. It used to be that was how I watched the first, like, two, two weeks or whatever I watched. Wow. And I just got behind, like, everything else. I didn't watch it. And I was like, uh, last night, I was just like, you know what? Let me watch, uh, you know, let me catch up on a few episodes of that. And I couldn't find it. <coughs> so. Yeah. Well, besides NXT, my other show to watch is MLW. You have Amazon there, of course. Yeah. Huh? No, I'm saying New Japan was there, of course. Like on the yeah. on demand. But we don't get access. You know, we don't get access here, so. Unless you got, I think, Brooklyn, and we got Optimum. Oh, in New York. Oh, Brooklyn. Yeah, we don't oh, get Brooklyn access here. Damn, what the fuck? So yeah, I got. I only, so, but if you had Sling TV, you probably. Well, maybe not. I mean, they're. I don't know. I don't want to say if, if they would or wouldn't. But I got it. I got it through Sling TV. Yeah. So, um. So. I guess you wasn't too big about um, AEW airing the um, Fighter Fest. I mean, um, I'm not exactly. I'm not like hyped to see Moxley versus Janela. Like if it's if it's if I get, I don't know. Kyron says you got to the, the way you get to see it. You can see it if you sign up for Bleacher Report. Blah blah blah. I was like, all right, great. I don't know if I'm going to go out yeah. of my way to find, sign up for Bleacher Report's app or whatever the fuck to watch that. I think they're doing that and Fight for the Fallen the same way. I think Fight for the Fallen is going to be the same type of deal. Right. Like, hopefully it works out for them. Hopefully people watch it and it's a good synergic thing like with them and Bleacher Report and people get the app and blah, blah, blah. But I'm not going on my I way think to it'll, it. Yeah, I mean, but I think it's a smart move because I heard actually, you know, the um, with the um numbers from the um Double or Nothing, that Bleacher Report did get a significant amount of like new subscribers that order. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, That's no, no, no. Business, yeah. You're, like business-wise, it's got to be like worth yeah. it for whoever Bleacher Report is under. I don't know what their 
parent company right. is, but and it's got to be worth it for them. It's numbers a chess move. And they need to get as many eyeballs. Right. They need to get as many eyeballs and recognizable name recognition out there from now, between now and goddamn October. The TV or whatever they plan on debut. And, and, yeah. And the reason why I say this will help them win, Trav, is because, like, it's, it's a chess move. Like, Tony Khan is smart. Like, you put these two out there for free while also building a subscription for the, you know, for the Bleacher Report thing. And you're also getting eyes on, you know, getting ready for your product. So by the time October or whenever they drop, you know what I mean, come around, you might already have about 1.5 billion. <clears throat> you know what I mean? That's going yeah. to tune in. Mm-hmm. Like it's no, for sure, part, for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't look at it, it's like I don't look at it as uh, like oh they're giving away a free thing. Like I don't think this is going to be a. I could be wrong, but for me, I don't think this is going to be a premium prime time must see show. Like Moxley's on it, great. Nah, I mean Joey Janela. Like I, I mean they smart enough. They smart enough to have all the big guns on there. I mean, it's some pretty dope matches. I don't know if you saw Janela or Cody Pickett saw him, but dude is in the vein of like he would have he would have been a cat that would have fit like he would have fit perfectly in the original ECW. Like he would have been the cat that you know Paul Heyman would have loved because he's willing to do anything like to get a match over. I mean, I don't know you know how good it is you know health wise you know for him to be doing certain shit, but like I think him and Moxley, that's um Janella, the Joey Janella oh. kid. Is he hurt? Is having a match? No, I'm saying. Nah, he. I don't think he's hurt. But what I'm saying well, is, what are you saying? He shouldn't do certain moves. No, I was saying he would have been a cat that he would have probably, you know, he would have done well in the original ECW because he's that, you know, he fits that mold. Oh. And he's willing to, you know, to put his, you know, he he's. Like in the vein of a young Mick Foley, like he just want to get over and you know however he could, the, the, whatever bump and shit he's gonna take, you know he's gonna give himself to Moxley to do that to him. Well, hopefully Moxley don't Whoop. take advantage of, of that attitude and he keeps that kid yeah. safe. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be good, and then you got um you got the elite against. Who is it? Um, the Lucha Brothers and a surprise partner. Oh, so those AFL um, AAA titles aren't on the line. This is six man. No, not on this one. They um, it's actually a show I think coming up. I think AAA got a um, I think they're gonna if it's Triple Mania, I'm not sure, but it's one of the shows and that's one of the big matches on there. So I guess that's when you know they're gonna do the job to Phoenix and Pentagon. In front, you know, in Mexico, because they're going to be on the show in Mexico. And there's rumor that, you know, a lot of them are going to be on the show in the garden, too. Because you know AAA is coming to Madison Square Garden. And then when? Um, I forget the date, but I know they're coming. So I, it might be in the fall, or it might be somewhere in 2020. I'm not sure. That's interesting. Yeah. And then you know they're gonna draw more 
with the you know partnership with AEW because you know you can have the AEW cat you know on a that <coughs> maybe that's where uh, the Lucha Bros get their tag titles back. And I'm thinking about managing you know AEW coming to one of their TV tapings and show that Kurt is going to be like just in the world like. So imagine that New York fell out of They do like a all the all you know, and give their head. Are you gonna go to that show? That MSG Triple A show? Yeah, I'm gonna try to get to that. I wanna go to that. I gotta find out, you know, the actual data. Like I was saying, MF too. Like people got to start putting, you know, attention on that because to me, MLW is like pretty much like the launching pad. How ECW was was for a lot of guys. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, yeah, they got some pretty, you know, dope shit on there too. And there's a lot of cross connection on there, and I think that's gonna be better. You know, industry as a whole, like with a lot of cross pollinate. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much it. I agree with what kid uh with down there. That fucking dog body beat. Oh, God. the who? The dog. Yeah, now you're breaking up again, Mike. You hear me? There you go. Sort of. All right, yeah. No, I said that uh, Dark Phoenix, that was the worst fucking movie ever. All right, let's uh, say. I am, I am so fucking glad. I am so good. That's not what the ever. Will ain't lying. Ever is a long time, uh, Mike. Huh? Ever is a long time. Well, the currently like it gotta it gotta be a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Like it gotta be the worst uh, superhero movie of this year. Like it's just the timelines. Everything is just so fucking off. I'm glad they're in the MCU. So hopefully, everybody will do it justice in, in in the right way. Like from the beginning. Like because it's just oh man. <coughs> yeah. No. <clears throat> that's kind of the prevailing kind of a feeling that I, or, or a reaction. It's just like, uh, and people are just completists that know what's going was going to be trash, and they just like, well, I ain't come this far not to, you know, like I know I'm going to be disappointed, but I'm already disappointed. They might as well have another t- <laughs> eleven of my dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Far From Home. I'm waiting for that joint. Yeah. Yeah, I actually started um, Homecoming because I still haven't seen Homecoming and Ragnarok. 
So I started oh, that, and that? I that was the two I haven't seen. And oh yeah. So Homecoming is on Stars. So I have that now because I was watching American Gods. That was weird finish. If any, maybe Richard and I'll talk about that a little bit in the FP, but I'm late as yeah. usual getting get to the finale, but it was uh, interesting. Um, but yeah, so you were saying, Mike. All right, Clyde. That's all I got. All right. Sounds good, man. we talk to you next time. All right, Paul. Mike in Brooklyn, everybody. Let's, uh, oh, shit, I got these emails I read. Oh, just the one. From Jabron. <clears throat> he chimes in from Vegas. Uh, I read an article over the weekend about the five underutilized wrestlers in WWE and how they could help AEW. They were talking about Robert Roode, Rusev, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson, Asuka, and Nakamura. So, obviously, Gallows and Anderson are, are one act. Six people, but five underutilized acts. <clears throat> so, again, Rude, Rusev, Gallows and Anderson, Asuka, and Nakamura. My question is, how do y'all think he could, they could help AEW if they were to uh, ever to go there? Uh, I know they they have only had one show, but I wanted y'all's thoughts. Uh, one thing that stood out is Gallows and Anderson have not won a tag match on live TV in over a year. Their last win was was on TV was last May against the Usos, which was crazy when I read it. Yeah, no, that sounds. Uh... I mean, I guess that sounds about right. A year might be a while. The year part might be coincidence, but certainly like the last six months or whatever, like they said, no, we're not going to resign. Just were like, well, we got to now wait out a year, nine months or whatever it is. Um, but as far as those five acts, <clears throat> I think Gals and Anderson are number one on my on my uh, not number one uh, I, I mean, I, but they're certainly one of the acts that I think I said when Gallows and Anderson and the Revival get to AEW assuming that happens they're going to be that's that's a game changer because that's my, my argument with AEW is their talent level is just them it is not you know, WCW, 1993, 4, and 5. <laughs> and, and we're just in the beginning. I can't compare. It's not, like, you can't really compare six months of existence to years of existence and three years of, of, of you know, acquisitions and, and TV and pay-per-view. That's unfair. Uh, but but right now, their, their talent level is just thin, like, especially in – in their management of in singles like Jericho, Moxley, Hangman Page, I, I would I would put MJF there. Like he won't be like there immediately. I don't think he should be, but eventually you could see he's going to be a top main event star. And but just the known guys and guys that can, that can make it to me like MJF can make it. He, he can be a star in six months. Just 
soon as he's on TV, he'll be, you know, three months later, he'll be a bona fide star. Like, if they do it right. Um, but, but boy, oh boy, they just got some indie dregs. And I don't even mean that in a how can you not call somebody a drag and mean that in a negative way? But I don't even mean that. In a, like they're good for what they do on the indies, right? But you cannot bring a bunch of indie people and call yourself a national TV or a national wrestling company. Like, that ain't it, Chief. That, it don't work like that. Like, I can't be, I can't in that first hour of Double or nothing. I, I knew a decent amount of people. I knew uh, 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 Tremperetta was and uh, Jack Evans and even Chuck Taylor. I know, his, I know his name, but I don't give a fuck about none of them. None of them mean anything to me. And the rest of them, I don't even know. I don't even know their name. I know what you call them. Yeah. What? <laughs> what they just so they need people. They need so all those people. I, I don't think Robert Rude makes a difference. I think Robert Rude is. <coughs> <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. Spit with that wrong. Felt it. <laughs> I think Rude's to ha- would bring the wrong, you know, kind of energy and vibe. You know, like if I'm if I'm in charge at AEW, he's not a, he's not on that list. So I knock him off that list and take everybody else in a second. I mean, I take him if he's available. I don't pretend like, but I'm not excited about him. If I had other choices, if there was only a few slots, and I just made this argument how there are a bunch of slots open because they don't handle fucking body. So sure, throw him in the pile. If you if you could get him, but I'm excited to see Robert Roode on in AEW. It would just be it'd be like oh he was a big deal somewhat in TNA got to WWE wasn't a big deal or was NXT was a big deal you know main roster and it's, a lot of it is not isn't his fault but <clears throat> some of it is got to put some of it on him um, and then he's a yeah his forties you know if that's the guy you want to. But again, like I said, I take him. I'm waffling like a motherfucker, but um, he's he's not in my top tier. He's not somebody who I'm prioritizing if I'm AEW. You take him because he's available, sure, but you're not going out of your way. You're not giving him any kind of big money deal. You pay him what he's worth market value. Uh, so, okay. Second question from Jabron. Do you think uh, there's a. Do you think that there is a go limit to when a wrestler should be done? An age limit, AEG, not AEG, not AEGO. That's it. Yeah, sorry. Um, or not. What am I apologizing? What typo? <laughs> do you think it's an age? There should. Do you think that there is an age limit as to? Or I think he said it should be. Should be an age limit to when a wrestler should uh, be done with in ring action. I ask this because Taker and Goldberg almost really hurt each other last Friday. I really feel like in other sports, the athletes know when it's time to call it a career, and some of them go 
on to do other things like coaching or do something <clears throat> on TV or in the front office. I hear this bullshit that Bully Ray is saying wrestlers can perform into their 60s and work at a much slower pace. I just don't get why that's so hard for some of these dressers to be done and move on. And I get, I just don't get why it's so hard for some of these wrestlers to be done and move on. I get that they get a great payday. Well, you can't in the same sentence say, I don't get why. And then at the end say, but I, it's like, ain't nobody, ain't nobody come in this house and put, put their feet up on this couch. So when I put my feet up on this couch, <laughs> or whatever the fuck <laughs> They ever take the You know what, bro? Um, uh, but that's a very small amount of man and woman that would that get those. Uh, well, that's true. Yeah, they, everybody can get a bit and getting a big payday, and they're well out of their prime. Um, no, we have a hundred years of history, Jabron, of of wrestlers going well into their fifties and into their 60s, and being main event, I mean, Vern Gagne didn't retire for good, good, until the 80s, and he was main eventing in the 50s and 60s, so, yeah, but the difference between 2019 and 1981, 1986, is that the style and the pace and what will accept is so much different 40 goddamn years later. You know, Vern Gagne, 62-year-old Vern Gagne could go in there with 20-year-old, I don't know if this ever happened, but he could have gone in there with 20-year-old um, uh, Kurt Hennig in sometime in, you know, 1984, whatever, you know, whatever. I don't know the exact timelines and shit, <clears throat> but Sometime in the mid '80s, they're going in there and had a, a good match. That, and, and depending on what story they wanted to tell, had had finished a finish that the the old man or the young man win, right? Depending on how where they want to go, if Vern can wrestle again, blah blah blah. But he could go in, and, and the fans would accept it. Not only accept it, might sell out a big AWA uh, uh, regular arena. Type thing. If you if you do it right and tell you know that that's something people want to see, and they would accept it and it would be credible, but it wouldn't be credible in 2019. It just wouldn't. This society has changed. So, um, and you would think, well, they had two fifty-something-year-old guys going in there. Like, yeah, well, it's still wrestling, and they're still 300 pounds, and <laughs> you know, they still have. They're still going to go out there and try to do the greatest hits. And the greatest hits means lifting another 52-year-old, 300-pound man over your head and doing things like that. And holding them upside down and dropping them carefully on their heads or not so carefully. So that's the difference. In 1986, that wasn't expected. Undertaker and Goldberg in the same situation 35 years ago could have went out there and had a patty cake match where... I guess in this case, Goldberg would have been the, you know, the, the one taking the bump. But again, it's about the gimmicks. They would have come up with a good a way to have this match where nobody takes any bumps. And they get through 12, 15 minutes and entertain, especially that type of crowd. That kind of crowd? Fucking Saudi crowd? You ain't got to be 
you know, I guess the, the MBS expects him. You know, he requested these guys because it's his fucking toy chest. Uh, Vince is allowing, you know, <laughs> for some blood money. All right, here, I'll bring over my toy chest. You can play with them for a few hours. Um, but whatever. They, again, the point is, it's just different three and a half decades later to do what what they could do back then, what they could get away with. You just can't get away with it. You certainly can't main event with it. Undertaker and, and Goldberg, and yeah, I just don't think they could. You can't go out there and not do the jackhammer and the tombstone and just can't not do that. Can't not be Goldberg. Can't not be Undertaker. Can't go out there and just wrestle and do this old school, <laughs> you know, match. People wouldn't accept it. Not even that Saudi crowd. Certainly not the watching audience. So, all right. I think I uh, <clears throat> got into that enough. Thanks for the email, Gibran. And back to the Constellation Lines, 347-202-0103. Let's, ah, what, Craig hung up? I haven't. I'm going to go to Craig. All right. Well, that, uh, well, 337, who's that? They don't have their hand up anyway. Uh, 337, if you want to jump on before I go to uh, probably the last call of the show, Hit one, and we can bust it up before I do that. And he did, or she did. Three three seven. Who's this? Where are you from? What up? What's up, Trav? That's Brad out of Louisiana. What's happening, Brad? How you been, man? Doing all right. How's everything? Everything's uh, pretty freaking good, man. Uh, uh. uh I've been what's supposed to hit you up. I need uh, I need you to drop me that uh, that stuff in my Dropbox for the money, uh, the the hit show. Oh, that the Rats and Rats and Shit, I had yeah. Brian Austin on the on the line earlier. I meant to. I should have asked him if he. Oh, oh, I did. I t- I tweeted at him and then he was like, "Oh, let me check my email." I'm like, "Motherfucker, I sent that shit six weeks ago." Oh, it's been about a month. I was going to say, yeah, it was about a month ago whenever, because y'all talked about it the next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He ain't even. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, I'm going to have to. I'm gonna have do, to you have the, do you have the show's email? I mean, you should. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Uh, I mean, I have it now. Right. <laughs> Well, we say it at the beginning of every show. I guess you know. Yeah, you know, you know. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, it's one of those things. I guess I, I, I get it to me somehow, and I'll yeah, I'll get that shit to you ASAP. Because I want people. I want to have somebody. I talked in the group. I was like, I wish one of y'all in the group chat. I was like, I wish one of y'all would listen to this damn audio so we can have some shit. I was like, it's so rich with uh, with conversation. Information. information oh, I mean, which makes you go, uh, what about the counterfactuals alone, Brad, uh, uh, make you go, what if this happened or didn't happen? Imagine what would have happened instead. And, yeah. 
That is not yeah. And so yeah, and I was and and what made it me uh think about it today was one of my friends. He's uh he got a promotion and he's moving to Arkansas, so he stopped by, you know, okay. stopped by, and he was right. and he was like, you know, I'm gonna see y'all later. Uh, you know, I got an eight-hour drive along my uh, uh, ahead of me. And he's like, you know, I'm going to listen to some audio books and stuff. And I was right. like, yeah, you know, hey, got like a quick suggestion. Yeah. I was like, you know, when I, next time I have a quick job, and I was like, wait a minute. I need to get that stuff from Travis because I'm going to actually be driving hey, if you would have, if you a week. If you would have already had it, right, if you would have and you know, mm-hmm. she was pretty excited, like you said, a month ago whenever we were talking about it, and you would have got me your info, I shouted over to you. You would have been like, Yo, let me get you this you would have had it to give to him. And you could have passed along the knowledge, Brad. But because you lunched and you lollygagged, uh, <laughs> he won't he gotta make that eight hour drive listening to like, I don't know, little women or something. He said, hey, look, hey, look, and then look, you should have seen his face. He goes, yeah, I'm going to be listening to some self-help stuff. Yeah, come on. You and I was like, you just didn't see, he didn't, he didn't sound very enthusiastic, but it he felt probably like. He didn't touch. You ought to have been homies, uh, long-distance homies. <laughs> he works for, I assume he's a, a colleague he works for Pain Soup. He said a promotion. Yes. So, yeah. He, uh, yeah. he, he was, he. I'm, I'm a little jealous because, you know, I trained him in the beginning. I'm not jealous. What's the word? Envious? I envy him because I trained him in the beginning. And then, you know, his restaurant that he was at before he got his promotion, he was, in, uh, he was an operations manager, and they got number one restaurant in the company, and I was super happy because, uh, you know, he was, uh, you know, he started with my restaurant. He got promoted, went over there. My girlfriend worked uh, at his restaurant too, and they got number one restaurant in the company. Did he forget, I'm super happy he, about that. Did you forget where he came from or something? That, that, before, he, before, he, before he left, before I had to stop by because I, he came to the restaurant today to you know, one of their and he's like, I have to see the place where I came from one more time because it's going to be a while before he sees it again. All right. That's it. good thing. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, they some good. Oh yeah, some good, some good people. Man, I got a question. Well, I got yeah. more of it. I guess uh, I guess more of a comment. So, uh, listening to one of the um, audios that uh, uh, on, on the torch, Wade mentioned uh, that he thinks it is greatly um, underestimated, like how much people value the the. Uh, NXT on the WWE network, and I, and this is not to not put a knock on anybody who has the network for NXT. Just mm-hmm. everybody, you can have Hulu and legitimately get all this stuff the next day, including takeovers. Takeovers get put up the next day. So, uh, so, and I remember uh, somebody mentioned that to me. I, my uh, my credit card had uh I had lost my credit card, so my network had canceled. I tried to watch the special and it was gone. And the next morning I wake up and my you know in the timeline on Hulu is like new NXT takeover. It might have been like takeover Brooklyn two or whatever. And I was like, hold up, wait, they put those up too? So yeah, no, they that, got uh that's cool, but I think it's worth <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. worth it for me. Personally, the network to have oh, yeah. 
NXT Weekly takeovers live in the moment as they happen and and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, WWE. But, also, look, I mean, but NXT, I don't have it because of NXT. I have it because it's ten bucks a month and I get a million pay per views a year. That's just like, of course, why wouldn't I? Um, but NXT is yeah. it's the only thing I watch consistently. Like when they get uh, what do they call them? Not insights. Uh, but where I, I, I uh, fuck the the the, 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 the numbers. Logis- not logistics. Whatever the numbers. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 oh, yeah. When they look at, the numbers, they look at my numbers, they're going to see all this activity on Wednesday between 5:30 p.m. and 9:30 p.m. And it's all based around NXT. It's all because I'm on the show and I want to react to shit. I'm having, you know. Uh, uh, you know, live and, and whatever, but that's it. You ain't gonna see me shining on the WWE Network on a fucking random Friday night or a fucking Monday or Tuesday. Any other, I, 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 unless it's a Saturday and it's a takeover or a Sunday and it's a pay per view, maybe I'll that I'll not maybe I will watch. I do watch pay per views live, but that's it. It's 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 very rare where I pull mine up to like to see anything uh, from from the past like. Uh, like I'm years away from uh, just having the, just having the network on because well let's just have the network on like the first year of the network it was one of the only things I watched it was all wrestling all because it was so new and everything was at your fingertips you know when they put new stuff up I was watching uh, world class you know I watched about six months worth of world class I watched this I watched that you know and it was it was great 2014 and 15. And then it just became, you know, a thing. And then the XTTV became a, bit, a bigger thing. You know, something I definitely had to watch every day or every week. And, you know, it just, but it didn't become worth any less. I'm still going to pay my ten, 10 bucks a month, even though I'm not watching it as much. Even though they're putting more and more content, I just don't, like, shit, it's only enough, many hours in the it's so, it's, day to watch wrestling. It's only so many hours. I uh I told my boss I said man, uh between podcasts reading and uh and watching wrestling man at one point man I must have been consuming about twenty five to thirty hours of wrestling a week you know uh, and he was like there's no way I was like man I was like on a main pay per view like a big four pay per view week. You there's 14 hours of TV alone. Mm-hmm. And right? I'm listening to all, all everything y'all review, and so so I got so I got that so I got those five so yeah 14 hours there. Yeah. Oh yeah, because on a big four you got a you got a takeover special and you got right. an episode of NXT as well. And this is like this is skipping stuff as well. This isn't. Not include well, like, no, no, the week no, I no, watched Going from Saturday to Wednesday, you have about anywhere between 11 to 14 hours of programming, depending mm. if it's WrestleMania or SummerSlam. You know, depending if the show that may uh, be six and, hours, and if it's which is four hours. <laughs> you know? Man, so you have about like 11 to 14 hours TV, just TV. And then if you want to listen to the fucking podcast, you want to hear what Keller and fucking Bruce and Ty had to say about it. Oh, but what? 
oh, I heard them, there was a controversy on the Meltzer fucking thing. I don't want to hear what he got to say. You know, listen, I want to hear between the fucking cheeky guys or whatever you listen to. There's a ton of fucking programming to be consumed, and it can get overwhelming, especially on one of those big weekends or big weeks. And and like especially whenever it's something uh whenever it's something that I'm really interested in, like I don't wanna hear what everybody else has to say about it. So like I wanted to listen to the Moxley interviews, I wanted to hear what everybody thought about the interviews and I was very upset that I didn't get another interview from Moxley since. He said, This is it. Don't ask for the like everybody listening that will do these yeah, things. Don't fucking ask me, you never got anything for an interview. It ain't happening. But but the the, the those interviews, uh, I remember um, somebody commenting saying like how like sharp Dean is and all that jazz, and uh, you know they were confused on how Renee and Dean ended up together. And like after hearing him talk about, and you can hear how passionate he is about about doing this. I'm like, man, it it sucks that his uh that they stifled the the creativity so much that you know you you get excited to go do A, B, C, and D, and nah, never mind. Uh, They're going to they gonna kill that at the door. Like, that that, sh- that shit has to, uh, have to be deflating, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I can only imagine, Um, you know, he expressed as how he felt, but, I mean, it's probably ten times worse than he actually, than it actually, uh, than, than, you know, he actually described it. You know, so, um, but yeah, that was a, that's, that's a lot of, uh, wrestling content. Then, you know, AEW want to, uh, pop up. So yeah, that's not even including, like, the week time. I, I, I watch, I might watch a little bit of Impact, a segment or two, you know, that got reviewed pretty well. Um, NXT UK, uh, if somebody said a match or two from 205 Live was, uh, hopping, like, not even including all that stuff, and I usually try to catch uh, the New Japan's, uh, uh, you know, their big shows. I so I caught, you know, the, a little, uh, little bit of Dominion, but not all of it, and everything. The ring. Say hi, Travis. No. Say hi. Hi. Hey now. <laughs> Right, go in your room, baby. I don't want to go in my room. I don't blame you. Uh-huh. I'm not in there. Well, Trav, I'm going to see what you want to play. You know, we talked to you, but last time I think I heard her, she wasn't. I'm going to hit you up. I'm going to hit you up to get that stuff for me. Yes, you better. All right, man, y'all be good. Okay. I'm real. All right, let's, uh, damn, time is passing. Kids probably gotta be like what three now? Um, so, all right, let's uh, keep it moving. Let's go to Darrell down in Georgia. Darrell, wow. what's happening? What's good, Travis? How you doing today, man? Doing all right. So you mind? Not too much, man. Sitting here, um, watching my favorite little Twitch girl. Uh, read the comics and stuff. She like, reads like them? Read them and stuff. Yeah, she reads them out for you, um, panel by panel. 
Does she show it? And she talk about it too. Yeah, she show it all and everything. And there's no like uh, she don't get <laughs> copyrighted. No, you can do that on Twitch. They don't care. Yeah, they don't care. You can do that on Twitch. As long as you ain't mm-hmm. showing nudity. Well, no, I just mean like content. Like they let comic yeah, books no uh, right. explain and 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 dope spill. Like they are. They have to be like like on Comics Explain, he takes the text out of the bubble of the in some of his videos. Mm-hmm. Because you know that uh, you know copyright and all that stuff. But there's also some YouTube. But there's also some YouTube channels that flat out just has the book page by page. It's like an eight minute video. So you can just sit there and read the book, and you just pause it and zoom in if you need, whatever. But it's just like, hey, here's this fucking month's uh, whatever Spider Man, whatever you're reading. And it's just like, holy shit, I wouldn't yeah, want to read. If you don't it. put you know, no like, voice behind it, you can do it. I think if you don't put no voice with it, you can do it. That sounds uh, that sounds like something I. That sounds cool. Yeah, because like, you got a background set Twitch. up all right and nice. Like, that could get me on Twitch. Like, I don't have Twitch. I've never been on fucking Twitch. But if you're doing yeah, that, um, she come on every day. She come on every day. She do, like, three to four hours of just reading different comics. She got um, all the little different comic sites. You know, like how you used to say, you know, don't let your don't let that ink color your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so she don't have to worry about the ink selling her hands, and then you know she just do it from a computer. So you see a screen of her computer and the little box of her on camera. Oh, yeah, right sure. there, so. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But is it like at least from her Marvel or DC account? Yeah. Okay, like because it'd be like, are you like Comicology? <laughs> she got Comicology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's um, cool. I don't know. That's cool. Like, I'm not, I'm like, I, I definitely certainly steal my fair share of fucking music and copyright comics.net or whoever the fuck to read certain titles that I don't pay for. But shit, I pay for fucking nothing. <laughs> feel justified in the few that I, that I, uh, that I do. But I don't even do that a lot anymore. It's just I'm already I'm overwhelmed with the shit I buy and get from the library. Um, uh, so it's like, damn, if you had a yeah. Twitch channel, and, and you could theoretically make money off Twitch, uh, and you're doing yeah, that. You make money off Twitch. Right. And if you're reading material that you didn't even pay for, it's just a little So I'm, I'm glad she, uh, so he had dropped me a, like, her whatever her Twitch name. You can say it here, but I'm Oh, I can. I will. I send it to y'all. Uh, I DM it to you on, on, on uh, Twitter. So, like, right now, she got 50. Uh, she got about 100 some viewers. And, like, uh, she, got, she got 50. She got 50. And, like, she say, it's, it's um, because a lot of people on Twitch, um, not coming to explain, but um, uh, come a story, um, you know, they, 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 they
sometimes. Yeah, Not and comments. you know, they film their YouTube show and podcast on Twitch, and they transfer it on Twitch to podcast and and on YouTube. Yeah. So sometimes you know, I watch Twitch is now they come on at one o'clock. Everybody says fuck you too because you know not fuck them. You still need to have a you know presence, but they're not the one that now like they're not the main thing anymore. And they like fuck themselves in a, in a lot of ways and made Twitch like the go to uh, like a lot of people that were that got demonetized and shit for dumb stupid ass I mean just nonsense. Uh, just like okay, I mean, all right, you're not the only game. Yep. I'm almost a Switch um, partner. I'm out because I stream out league games and I stream other stream other games that you play. It's like four categories that you have to meet, and I have met mm-hmm. three of them. I need one more, and then um, I can um, I be a Twitch partner. They'll send me the little thing, an agreement, then I can start making a little money off of it. I said once yeah, I get to that part. That's when I started, um, yeah. That's when I started pushing it out on all different social medias and try to get people to follow me and, and, and watch me and stuff like that. So all you have to do is start being up to date on games, or, you know. Yeah, talk on the mic, say little silly stuff. But yeah, I keep up with her. But yeah, I see her. Southern ass, dreadlock ass, gonna get on there and didn't have to deal with all kinds of fucking. <laughs> I can just imagine. Oh, uh, here comes this. <laughs> I wouldn't mind the trolls. I wouldn't mind the trolls. Blue game. Because if you keep coming. <laughs> right. Give me them views, homie. I think um somebody had said that uh, you trolling me, but you really paying me, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they put this NXT together. Um, they're just coming on. They doing. They put a bunch of shows from different places. Like the first uh, match was from um from Connecticut. Um, uh, Connecticut is from Maryland. Yeah, house show. And so the whole show isn't that. in Maryland. What are you talking about? No. They, so the Kushida match is in um. It's um look like that's in um. Full sale. Oh, well, this tag match between Lorkin and uh, oh, Lorkin and Birch and uh, Fish and O'Reilly or uh, Roddy and whoever on the other fucking all, um, undisputed there. It looks like it's back in the, the big arena. That ain't full sale, I don't think. That's back in Maryland. I know, but you can tell about the different under different graphics in the background like that. Kashida matches in um, full yeah, sale. So you could tell that was in full sale because uh, Drew Gulak still got the same haircut that he had before. So he just cut it, you know, he cut his hair a little differently if you look at uh-huh. five. Gotcha. Yeah, this one is def- This main event is definitely uh, back in Maryland, some big arena. Well, bigger arena than full sale. The camera yeah, shots are where they like were earlier. Up. The depth of the the fans, the the ring barricade is more like a raw or pay per view kind of feel, not full sale. It's a mini raw feel. So. Yeah. But other than that, man, this week of wrestling, I knew 
you know, it's been a while since I watched Raw and SmackDown. You know, I just keep up with the numbers and stuff like that. But I could tell that it was going to go down Monday, uh, viewership, because everybody thought they were going to see an elimination game. And then Kevin Durant came back, and then he got hurt. <laughs> then it was a close game. <laughs> so, I understand that was going to be low. I oh, find yeah. it so, funny that so, more and more people. Go ahead. No, no, no. You finish your thought. Oh, no. I, I was just going to say I find it more and more funny that more and more people are starting to now start to realize that, wow, I can't believe that some of these people not being on TV are, man. On, on Raw and SmackDown, they only using but a couple of people. Right. So I'm like, now this wildcard shit is like, <laughs> it's the same. But now it's more egregious because you're getting the same storylines back back night. And it's just like, what the fuck? But this is what people was asking about, asking for when they were talking about, well, they just need to get rid of the, um, the brand split. Um, the no, brand fuck no, they don't. And when they were talking about the um, when they told they said they didn't need to do separate pay per views no more. I think when I was saying that to people and calling in the show, um, people were I was saying like I was crazy. Uh, I remember, <laughs> uh, 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 I remember mentioning that to Bruce, and he was like, "Man, now nah, they need to go back to the." You sound silly to a point. I was like. Well, this is what you're going to get. They already not using. They was, at that time when I was saying that, I was just going off the numbers of me keeping up with stuff. Like, they already slimming down how many people they were using. Back when um, SmackDown was good, when they first did the original brand split, and they had AJ as champ, Dean as champ, then it went to AJ. They were using, um, SmackDown was, by themselves was using at least 30 people, used at least 30 to 35 people by itself, a show alone. And then Raw was using its depth of people, even though they were giving more and longer segments to Roman Reigns, but they were still using more people. And you got to see more people because you get storylines. Where you going to finish storylines at and how you going to get new people if you're not going to, you know, <laughs> put people on TV, and and um, I heard you read the Braun letter, and he was mm-hmm. right. Um, they haven't won um, the club. They haven't <clears throat> won in a year. In a year, a yeah. match, and they haven't been on TV in probably a few. It, they they was running chasing um all the truth, but I don't even count that because there's so many people chasing at them. Is you barely catch glimpse when unless you take the time and look. So I don't even call, count that TV time. So really, to me, they ain't really been on TV in, in a couple of months. I think they had they did something as a team because they came back and they were already in the ring during the commercial break or something. That's when they did um twenty um um the twenty four seven type. Everybody lined up around the ring. And they both grabbed the title at the same time. That was the first night of it. <laughs> okay. I wasn't even thinking of that, but that was more recent than what I was thinking about. So, yeah, they were on TV then. That's right. You got to count that. Yeah, that's why I said I don't even count the 24-7. So, well, you know. 
can't not count when they're he's on TV for minutes at a time and then go, well, he ain't getting no TV time. You're right there. Or they're right there. But I know what you mean. So real quick, while uh, while I got you on, um, Boondocks coming back with, with Aaron Magruder as uh, uh, head of creative. Are they bringing it back on um, with Macaulay to do the voices? Uh, assume, uh, with his spoons in. He talked about it. He hinted at it on a joke on his interview on Joe Rogan a couple of weeks ago. Um, but, uh, but our on the Facebook fan page, um, the one I read earlier today or yesterday didn't have, he posted the Uproxx one, I posted, I read some, a different article, and it said we don't know about Regina King, so, I mean, they ain't got Regina King, they don't have a show, but the fact that Aaron Recruiter's back on board, I can't, I, I don't see her going, no, I'm, hopefully she doesn't go, no, I don't want to do that, she did season four, like, if you did season four without Aaron, then you can do goddamn the new season five and whatever going forward with them. Fuck out of here. But, you know, I don't, what's I don't old mean girl who do, um, they're creative. What's, what's old girl who do um, Riley them voices? Regina King, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, my bad, man. I, I, I just, I got a lot of different names. Going That's what I said. You ain't got Regina King, you ain't got no show. Yeah, so I hope it's going to be back on Cartoon Network. Is it going to be back on Cartoon Network, Adult Swim? You know what? Let me actually click on this Uproxx article. Maybe it's updated from the one I read. I think that everybody's just reporting Sony and and Magruder are back. And he, because that's the big news, is that he's doing Like, season four was trash. Boondocks, very good comic strip. I'm like, what? Mm. They call and they keep calling it a reimagining. Like, what the fuck does that mean? So it seems like they're almost going to do different animation style. Like, come on, just bring the show back or don't. Oh man, I don't like reimagining. Yeah, I like reimagining. Uh, but yeah, it's the same stuff. It chronicles the adventures, the adventures of the Freeman family against the evil local government tyrant Uncle Ruckus. So Uncle Ruckus got some power somehow in the last few years, and now it's like the city councilman or maybe the mayor of fucking Woodcrest. Who knows? Oh, but man. again, because they, Aaron they sound like it's gonna change. Attached to it, I'm like, I'm all in. Like, oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good with. It. I'm like, I'm. That sounds. That sounds okay. Like, could you imagine the fucking, like, Uncle Ruggers has political power. Like, fam. Like, that alone. <laughs> like, shit, even if they didn't get Regina King, it was just about, they couldn't. But it was just about Granddad and the Dubois, and, you know, and Woodcrest dealing with. Yeah, just, <laughs> I need to hear Riley say one more yeah, time. Yeah, you can't. That's how you Granddad, say that's Jay. <laughs> Granddad, that's yeah. Jay. Oh shit! And how things have changed in, in in eight, you know, ten years. You know. Yeah. Wait, season three was twenty ten, so season four had to be like twenty twelve. But still, shit, shit. That's not too many years. But everything's changed though. 
Like they're going to be able to like. I think you can still do the comedy. No, 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 no. Oh, fuck yeah! Matter of fact, you do you do more because things are changing. It's a, and I'm not saying you do anything differently. I'm just saying the things they're going to be able to that they're going to have to rip on of how society has changed, things have changed, wokeness. Oh man, that. the the, the, um, the power that love and hip hop has um, became the Cardi B's. And <laughs> oh right. my God, amazing! <laughs> the changing and some of the music. <laughs> right, and they, oh my God. they won't be like, oh yeah, we were the, we were the seers and I was the prophet and I saw all this shit coming. You know, because it was like, well, you don't have to be a genius to see, to think, to go in in oh nine. It's it's way more hip hop dudes are going to be, and not even taking it on like a gay tip, but way more people like the skinny jeans shit hit in twenty ten, and all. It was just a matter of time. It was like, don't you understand? It's a whole new generation. They're going to do the opposite thing of what their fucking older brothers and uncles and dads did. All, for 20 years, baggy pants, all that shit was like the thing. Like, what's, how do you how do you make a very obvious? It's just like the psychology was like so like in your face. It was just like here the generational divide was like soon as swag surfing and that style and you know became like the culture. Like when I had a younger brother at the time. If I was 29 in 09, he was. Uh, he was 13. So he's right in the middle, you know. You just got to pay attention to what he fucks with. And you knew what the wave was going to be. Like, they want something yeah. different. And here we are, a bunch of fucking 30 and 40 somethings, like, you know, complaining. So they have that that they can uh, use. They just have, again, society's different. This will be fun, hopefully. And again, like I said, yeah, it's your, it's your work. I'm, I'm, I'm all in. And just because you brought up Boondock, and I know you were speaking of um the Fire Fly Fun House earlier when I had tuned in for a second while I was uh-huh. working out. Um, you know, if they wanted to get that right and see how it really was done, you can go to Black Dynamite cartoon and see how they did Evil Mr. Rogers. I don't remember. I watched Black Dynamite, but I don't remember that. That uh, I find the episode and send you a link of it. I just see. Thing I remember from Black Dynamite is the Elvis song. I'm on drugs. I'm all fucked up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. He was like, "What? Oh, that opening line where he was like." Something, something, something. I sucked on Chuck Berry's balls, basically saying how he stole the fucking sound. Uh, yeah, wow. They did, <laughs> they did that better. They did that better with even Mr. Rogers. I think okay. it because it was interesting, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and how he had it, and you know, uh, had his own little, little military type of stuff, and how he was um doing the kids and brainwashing them and all that. It was. It was Way better than what this uh, fire, fire fire fun house. Um, thing oh, was the going. whole episode. Okay. This was a wait. Why does it say Waka Flocka cartoon scene? Mm-hmm. 
I gotta see this. Oh, I can't hear it on my laptop. Keep I do that every fucking time where I cue it up on my laptop and can't nobody hear it because I got headphones. <laughs> I I heard I was listening to Wade them last night doing the um the after show the SmackDown and they was talking about um, Raw ratings which was bad. And then they were talking about how love and hip hop beat me. And finally, so, um, check it out. Our new addition to Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Bow, 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 bow. Get some buds and arrows. Bow, 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 bow. Waka Fox Slopper is retired now. He's retired for that. Didn't somebody shoot up a studio like two months ago? You know what you always said you'd do if it came to this? If no one is going to protect the kids from remember. all the bad in the world, it has to be you. I don't really remember hearing too much you know, about him. Like I tried to teach my except, children you know, that he'd be on the little TV show. But yeah. I guess sometimes you just got to find the thing that's broken. The boy said he retired for rap. He moved in on new music. Uh, yeah, I, um, wow, that was hearing cool. Jake, um, Barnett, <laughs> hearing um, Jake Barnett um, talk about on uh, how love and hip hop beat uh, Raw in the ratings with the 18, and you know that Shit, that demographic right there. Um, that was crazy because he was talking about how people were saying how um. What he said, um, how people, um, uh, how WWE has messed up on the um woman, um, the woman's movement or whatever. Okay. I was like, in love and hip hop is a show that majority, you know, the main people on the show are the women and how they just beat W a Raw with that um demographic, and they could take some pointers from there. I've been saying that for, I, I think that's true because. You know, but they can't do it when you only giving women one, maybe two matches out of a, four, maybe no more than three out of five hours. You know what I'm saying? So you dropping the ball because you don't you don't do nothing with the women. I heard y'all talking about the women tag team titles. It's hard to do something with them, and you wouldn't mind the iconic having squash matches when fans ask for people to have more squash matches. If you were building up other women tag teams throughout the show, but again, that goes with only using twenty-five people for five hours, <laughs> and the same twenty-five every week, and double double dipping on shows. So, I just found that intriguing, especially to hear uh, Jake Barnett talk about love and hip hop, and he had some knowledge about it. <laughs> I, I found that very interesting. <laughs> Also, with Cardi B making news and saying how she was a WWE fan and um, yeah. talking about how she liked Eddie Guerrero and, mm-hmm. and and the people that she called out, Triple H, yeah. that she came in right after Stone Cold retired. Yeah, if you think of, and like, she was, was like, that era of UPN, she, 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 she broke, she probably didn't have cables, she watched 
wrestling on Thursdays or Friday nights. She's probably, you know, 8, 10, 12 years old, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. When all those guys were hot. 05? I'm trying to think of her age. She's, you know, probably solid 12. Uh, how old is your brother? Uh, I'm 39, so he's, I think he'll be 26 at the end of the year, so he's 25. Around your brother's age. Okay. Around your brother's age. And then she like 24, 25. So, yeah. So. So that's right around, yeah, yeah. That makes sense that, you know, what she could see when she was, you know, eight or ten years old and she would have her favorite. Uh huh. But they tell you how, um, just. Wrestling in general, not grabbing too many people younger than 18. You don't see too many kids nowadays because it's not the thing to watch wrestling. I see them more right. again with like YouTuber shirts and pop, uh, merch on more than um, you know, other kids with like wrestlers um gear or, or, or even rap people gear or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I see them more with the YouTubers. I found yeah. it was a big thing that um, AJ Styles then was at E3, and it was um, paid to be on a big segment of E3 for the Microsoft to um, preview a game um, that a lot of people seen. Um, Gears, um, Gears of War 5. Okay. So it wasn't even WWE related? Nope. It was um, AJ Tyrese and um, Xavier Woods. I, that, I said that was interesting because, you know, it's big E3 weekend uh, this past week. Yeah. Uh, weekend. So that was, that was um, um, very interesting. Um, I don't know. I was going to ask you. I asked Rick. Um, have you kept up or read the, um, the award of Ram? Water Rams, the little uh, no. big event. Um, and, um, there's a current, the newest uh, Captain Marvel is a tie-in, so I'll get a taste when I get around to that. And there's also uh, there's um, I think maybe even the entire maybe the entire arc, but I know there's a significant amount of this current volume of. Uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. That's uh, right. I think I was I was teasing you in last week's VIP about how Lunella's getting another uh, featured spot. <laughs> you know, and, you know, I went into my whole. You know, Dr. Rail said they was going to kill them all off. And <laughs> here she is, just in the center of another big goddamn storyline. Who, who you talking um, about? Who, who you talking who, about? Though? Moon Girl. Oh, okay, but you were never, never one of the ones that I was talking about. I'm no, talking about a lot okay. of the ones that was big in that um, um, Young Avengers um, book. And they still around. Miss <laughs> Marvel's still there. Riri's still there. Miles Morales still around. You don't hear too much about their books and stuff like that. And <laughs> The hope that everybody talk, they, the hope that they're doing something about right now is the hope um the um well you know he um going to hell and all that when they brought back Bruce Banner. What's the name of the book? Uh-huh. Um, because it's a good story too. It's pretty good. 
more mm-hmm. like almost horror like but you know that's what's big they're not really talking about awesome hope <laughs> Amadeus Cho who's been around for 30 plus years 30, uh, 30 40 years <laughs> he ain't no new character anyway <laughs> they just used him as um, a new character He's the well, sixth smartest person in the um in, in the universe, in that universe. Well, he, he, you said, huh, what number? Six. No, he's eight. He's eight? No? Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. When, when he showed up in the Moon Girl book, he was so proud. Like, I'm the eighth smartest person in the universe. And she was like, oh, okay, that's nice. Like, good for you. And, when, and that's when he gave her the... Uh, What's that? The cube, the banner cube, or whatever. The, the, mm-hmm. the like, basically the that, 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 that ridiculous IQ test. <laughs> and she just was like, in one panel or two panels, he looked. He was in the middle of a conversation. He handed her the, the banner device. She goes, she's like, boop 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 boop, and hands it back up to him. And he's like, no 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 no, you have to do the test that I that I just gave you. She's like, yeah no I did. And he's like freaking out like no fucking way. So that's when they officially established like she's like uh, the smartest friend. Nobody's figured out the banner cube. Not even banner. Or maybe not, not figured it out, but certainly not in like eight seconds. Like boop, boop, boop. Here you go. So. Okay. Because um, she up there. She up there with Reed and um, Dr. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. She's up there by herself. Like that's the point. Like there's nobody. Well, I, and and that's they, they, had, that? they, went, they didn't own Fantastic Four, so you know they had wrote them out the comic. So ain't no way they gonna mention at that time gonna mention Reed Richards because you know. Well, they don't have to mention him when they say when they establish she's number one. That means Reed's number two at the at best. So they're taking everybody, everybody's intellect into consideration. She's now the smartest in the universe. This is a two-year-old story. This ain't nothing new. So when they when they did oh, the that's, panel, that's what they I'm had it was two years. That, I, I they, know it was look, years when ago, they did the panel, years ago. they had okay. they had Doom in the cut, looking at this through his, you know, way. I don't want to say crystal ball, <laughs> but you know what I mean. How Doom has the magic and shit. Yeah. Hi, oh hi, shit! Hi, we didn't hi, talk hi. about. We didn't talk. Oh, I'm glad we didn't because Cam just dismisses everything I, I bring up. <laughs> but uh, the Thor magic uh, technology debate <laughs> that raised going. You was right. <laughs> last week's VIP. You were right. You was right. Oh, okay. You were right. It depends on yeah. what you. Would depend on what universe. That's why I said that Rick, he said something a little back, but he didn't go into it because he knew. Like it depends on what universe you're talking about you in. If you're in six one six, the the main the main Marvel universe, then yeah, well, it's magic. His when you problem go to, was um, I was using historic, like real life Thor story mythos, and not just comic book Thor. And I'm like, no, I can't take. Superman is Superman. He's based. He's a he's a guy. Two guys created in in the thirties. Thor is a fucking. They're piggybacking off of a character that exists. That there's thousands of years of history of. You can't just tell me 
to throw away a thousand, a thousand years worth of history for 40, 50 years of Marvel history? No. That's not how this works. And, you know, they change. It's not the, it's not the same exact. My point is, when you're reading the, when you're reading the mythology, you have to, you have to acknowledge. Like I kept saying, snakes don't talk, and magic, ain't, magic doesn't exist, right? So, so what are they saying? All of them. Lou, who's the, who's the, um, who got a mention in the season finale of American Gods? I was, I was a pop. Like, oh, my God, wow. Lou, L-U-G-H, he's basically the Thor, the Odin of the Irish um, uh, 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 mythos, right? Like, Thor and Thor was the guy in the, in the Norselands, in the North European, and, 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 and Zeus in the South and Greece and all there. Well, in Ireland, they have their own goddamn deities and, and weirdo space aliens that obviously – had heavy technology, high technology, and was able to rule people that way. And to a bunch of those idiots, a thousand, two thousand years ago, they were fucking magicians. So I, that's why I'm using all real life mythos and stuff because I look at it as things that actually happened that got written down by the people living at the time. And what are they trying to tell? Yeah, me? that's my thing. Now, more of it, if you want to call it ancient astronaut theory, fine. But it's the most the thing that makes the most goddamn sense to me in how the, the you know things. of the light flash that it gave off. Rich, 
imagine if Iron Man had another hundred years of research and development. Like he could probably do eventually all the things Thor does that with quote unquote magic. Tony would figure out how to do it with technology. Which means you can it's just that well, you're just yeah. figuring out the physics of something. How can I go between these dimensions? It's not magic, it's just a technology oh, yeah, we no. don't we don't know about yet. We haven't figured it out. We just go by our earthly physics. There's an entire different set of physics that works in space. There's an entirely different set of physics that works other places. We're just used to and know the physics of our existence. E plus yeah, MC equals bro. fucking squirt that shit. That's just that don't work everywhere. Say what now, Duro? You he has. He has figured it out. So you're not you you're right. He has figured out how to use their stuff. And make and put it in tech and put it in technology. This was the argument that people were making on Twitter last week. Like he he could he cast spells and talk into his hammer and blah blah blah. Like I can pick up my phone and go, hey Google, call fucking email Darrell in Georgia, and it would bring up the fucking email app, and I would be able to possess it or cast a spell of email. Africa's email would get this. I don't know. You know, it's like, come on. You're talking about shit we can do pretty much now. Well, he can bring lightning from the sky. Like, you don't think Tony Stark can bring lightning from the fucking sky? Is he a magician? Is he fucking magic? No. It, it's the, it, it was the most basic fucking arguments. I was, like, kind of insulted, like, the level of, of argument I was getting. I was like, Fam, half the shit that the, we're talking about, we can do on our phone. Like we already have the technological example of what they're calling magic. For fuck's sake. Would they would they would have would they would have took if um Tony Stark made a suit for some uh for one of the mystical um characters that they talking about like a Thor a or uh, a Loki? Isn't a password if you did a computer for them where they could use their powers <laughs> where they could use their powers in the suit? And they can help generate and use their powers. I'm talking the most basic. I'm ta- I don't even. I'm not even going that deep. And I'm talking basic. Like I cast a spell on my fucking uh, uh, laptop, so no one can get in. No, you you did a password protection or finger pass, uh, fingerprint thing or something. And if somebody hacked into it and figured out around it or or, or, or whatever, answered the question with your mother's maiden name or your cat's fucking first pet's name, whatever your security, they broke your spell. They cast their own re- uh, reverse spell. It's just, it was the most basic That's shit not, I was what getting I just told last you is not even going deep. Upset, man. Travis, and, and what you're saying is not even deep. And what I just told you is not even deep. That's why read issue four of <laughs> War of the Rams, that book Rams book right there. Mm-hmm. Read issue four. That that settles your argument with all um, this. Does what's your face read it? That's all I'm or Twitch? Uh it just came out this week, so Okay, so she'll eventually she should have read it one episode. She'll she'll eventually read it. Okay. All right. You know what? I'll make that my appointment uh, sometime this week before the week's over to, to get on Twitch, to sign up for fucking Twitch, and then I'll watch her read that <laughs> Two words. Yeah, because um, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> I've I, I read it already. Matter of fact, 
Let me see. Because uh, Richard kept up with it. I mean, I, we, I got a, I got I mean, a we don't talk about it on VIP. Later today. We don't talk I about it on VIP because I don't, I don't, I don't have. Common story, common story, or um, common college, um, raw, either raw or common story. One of them, um, read it. On a did um did a video on it already too. Really? One of those, they don't really do that. Like yep, just like a day. They did it a day ago. They did it a day ago. A day or the day before yesterday. Yeah, because I got it queued up on my computer. I don't have my computer up, but I got it on my computer as something to watch. Because I've been watching, you know, I go back and watch all this stuff throughout the week. So it's on my computer right now. So, yeah, it's just a day or two ago. They did a video on it. (laughs) And and you will see. And if Tony can make a – if Tony can make make something – and, and make it for like an Iron Man, not Iron Man, but um, uh, a Thor uh, Loki to use, that could kill their argument then because now he's taking technology and using it and, and making the technology use their power. So wouldn't it be? <laughs> and, I, and again, like I said, in the um, Ultimate Universe, which was considered more like our universe, Thor didn't have um, magical power. He had... <laughs> A suit that generated the powers that he had in that, in that universe. I, I don't really think too much of Marvel do too many like really truly mystical magic type of stuff. The only person I know that do real like magic is like Constantine. So what would you consider magic or mystic? Yeah, and Doctor Strange to a point. And what about like another example like? Uh, Richard's bringing out like Mephisto and stuff like he's like the devil or an L or a demon or whatever. He's a, he's a, he's a guy who has his own realm and wh- while he's in that oh, realm, um, what if he's just in hell dimension, a different dimension, and he uses a you know like fucking uh uh is is um <clears throat> I talked about the Infinity Stones. I was like Thanos was able to like use the one to like pop in the different realm or, or different t- places in the same universe. I was like, that's just a universal technology. That's just a, a technology that him as a titan with, the, with all this knowledge and this research realized. It's like it's like the, the, the Infinity Stones aren't even magic. It's just a universal technology. It's just a technology of, the, of one of probably the highest magnitudes. But it's not magic. Yeah, he's using power from all those um those different en- entities. When he be right, I just meant the one just to be able to fail. just go from one dimension to the other, like open up a portal and step through it, and then somewhere else he's on that moon or wherever his little vacation spot was, or or wherever, you know, um, that's not magic. Is he now a magician? Is Thanos now? Uh, some kind of ma- you know a magic man? No, he just has a u. He just has a. I don't even want to say galaxy. That's too small. A universal technology. He has a technology of the celestials, of the fucking you know whatever. Just super super high advanced technology that clearly not one person. So would you would you consider um juggernaut? Um, you got to ask Rich. Would he consider juggernaut um a magician or somebody who used magic because? The, the the way he gets the power, the juggernaut is um, from um, Sidorak, who has his own dimension. Who also, <laughs> Doctor Strange, uses his power when he says the bands of Sidorak and they wrap around you those whips. 
That's Sidorak. <laughs> the same but person who gives Juggernaut his power. But what does that mean? Because you have a thing. Again, Iron Man could build that. And he, he has that. He has fucking things that just come out of the bracelet that wrap around his arm. Now he's got a blaster. Now he can do shit. Like it's, you know what I mean? Like it's just a form of technology. All right, but I'm just saying the same thing. But you, you, you get what I'm saying. And if you, and if you're listening, and uh, yeah, email us, and we'll talk about it next week on a live show. If you have like a real like, here's something Travis is just missing, and you know, uh, oh yeah, that he's just I, know, I, I had responded under there, and I said you were right to a point. I was just leaving it to the comic book thing. Like, yeah, okay, no, 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 nothing with this conversation. It's just we're just going around and around just saying the same shit over and over. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, and that's understandable right there. But, yeah, other than that, man, you know, these shows, and we today, also largely agree. <laughs> yeah, and these shows today already and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, um, I sent, I started sending an email about that um, type of uh, the, um, the day. Um, man, I, I send you, um, I drop you the girls, um, Twitch names, and also I, I uh, once I put up my computer, I drop you the link to um, what they talking about the War of the Rams, and then you know you'll see what you'll see what I'm talking about. I got right. which one talking about it. Sounds but, good. Um, I go ahead and let you go, man. Talk to you. All right, that was around Georgia. So yeah, that uh, wraps up another here live edition of the East Coast Cast. Um, I appreciate everyone's involvement. Everybody who called and emailed and uh, shit, nobody tweeted during the show. Not really. Huh? No, no tweets from Craig. What the hell happened to Craig? So yeah, but everybody appreciate appreciate y'all involvement, and we 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 would be nothing without you. And um, so, uh, oh, and that's just for you free folks. We're 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 done for you guys. Uh, VIP. People click over. Rich and I'll be by for uh, another hour or so of VIP content. I'm going to read Bad Luck Chuck, or we're going to read Bad Luck Chuck and talk about it. Issue five? Issue three. Oh, damn. Damn. They've uh, done a lot in those first two issues. I thought they were four in. These are pretty nice sized books. <clears throat> so we'll talk about Bad Luck Chuck issue three. I want to try to catch up on some domino hot shots. I, I think I'm three behind. So I left it up to him. I was like, hey, we're going to read Bad Luck Chuck and whatever the hell you want. So he's like, what about domino? I was like, shit, I'm three months behind. So got to catch up. So I'm going to go ahead and do that now. And uh, yeah, so that's it for uh, for me. I'm trapped. I'm out. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.